Hello, hello. What did I say earlier that nearly killed you? I don't even remember. I don't I was, either. Oh, I know what it was. It was Bob. It was. Am I doing Bob Dylan or or Neil Diamond? And it was. Uh, how many times did I say tambourine now? Because oh, <laughs> if, if it was too many, I'm Neil Diamond. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. He's a fan of repetition. I mean, yeah. you could use that as your opener. I still think you should hello again. Hello. 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 Hello, hello, hello. Boy, this song writes itself. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I'm a genius. This is how I managed to put out almost an album of year, year for 13 years. And now here I am, making my Broadway debut. This is a film, Mr. Diamond. I don't care. It was a play. Yeah, not with him in it, though. No. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. Yeah. He, he's a, I mean, like, I like Neil Diamond just fine, but he's a fan of repetition. A lot of his songs are very repetitive. You don't say. I noticed that. And well, then also that yeah. we played the same couple of songs, because, like, Hello comes up a lot. Like six times? The Hey Baby, whatever, comes up a lot. Is that called Hey? Oh, sorry, it's You Baby. You Baby. But no, yeah, it's uh, You Baby a lot. It's Hello again, 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 his, again, His goddamn... It's Love on the Rocks a couple of times. Oh yeah, Love on the Rock. I mean, that's a good song though. But yeah, like, well, it's like, also one of the le- like less repetitive ones. Like he does yeah. the repeat the first verse at the end thing. Yeah, that's traditional songwriting structure. But like, just lyrically, a lot of his stuff is very repetitive. Yep. I don't get the impression that Neil Diamond ever used drugs. Yeah, Neil Diamond doesn't seem like he's at all interested in drugs. Man, I can't picture him on drugs on anything. No. I can't even picture him like a little stoned. I maybe weed, maybe, but younger Neil Diamond. Yeah. Like like stray cats Neil Diamond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dude got high. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, you'll be a woman soon Neil Diamond. He was high. Yeah. Mm. We should save this for when we're recording. Oh, I've been recording. Oh. Oh, good. <laughs> We've got it. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello. Siri, how do you say hello in other languages? Bonvenue. Oh, bon venu. Hello. I can release this album now in France. I'm a genius. <laughs> and don't anybody tell me otherwise, or I will literally walk to Texas. Uh-huh. <laughs> it wasn't because people weren't calling him a genius. It's because people weren't playing the right song. It's because he was being a bitch. Yeah, I know. He was being a little bitch about it. He was like, oh, what happened to the groove? <laughs> it's the Texas song. We hard cut to Neil Diamond on the road. <laughs> Growing a Wolverine beard and again, yeah, I said this. I said this while we were watching it. It literally looks like if you cast Dustin Hoffman to play Wolverine. And, I like everything about that. And Dustin Hoffman in Logan. Sorry, you can't you can't cue me like that. Sorry. I'm a professional songwriter. I'll do it again. Trying to figure out what to follow up the second verse with. Alright. It's so. nice to meet you. Don't you know? Stop. Don't you know? Don't I you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? I don't think any of his lyrics rhyme. In this especially. Yeah, no, in this I can't think of any. There is. I mean, but it's like it's not an A A B 
B B or anything right, like that. Yeah, no. It's like A B A B or A B A C yeah. rhyme scheme. Uh, do you think this is enough of a bit to cobble together a bit? Do you want to just go into? No, 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 no. <laughs> I think this intro blows. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. It is. It's pretty good. I think it's fine. Uh, okay. Hold on. Let me get my notes. Yeah. Let me get my notes. There you go. <laughs> now notes. we're rhyming. My, my notes. My notes. My notes. <laughs> my notes. Oh, man. Hello. So stupid. <laughs> it's my favorite stuff. My favorite bits are like the dumbest things. Well, yeah. that's They're the best ones. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Hello from the Yellow Kitchen Studios. Oh, wow. Your transition on that was nice. Thanks. Hello, excellent humans. Welcome to Hate Watch, Great Watch, your movie discussion with friends podcast. I'm Hunter Bush, and occasionally I'm Neil Diamond. Hello. (laughs) I promise to not do that as much. Please. Moving forward. Please keep doing it forever. (laughs) He's here with me, Allison Yukulis. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. And, and uh, we have our guest. Our, our 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 guest. Boy, what is it? Fourth time. Yep. Four times. Fourth. Still, still second, Mister Brian Bartholomew Beerman. So they need to start voting him down. He is we'll the people's champ. Head. We'll have to go head to head. Yeah, he's still been on. He's been on five times. Five times. You're coming for him though. I am. Yep. You want the belt? I'm gonna I can get see the it belt. in your eyes. Give me the aggro crag. <laughs> I want the aggro crag. Oh, God. Hello. Uh, here we are. Uh, yeah. So, I am normally your resident Mark Wahlberg expert. Yeah, But I decided tape. to change Another it musician. Up. I changed it up a little bit. Still went with the campy musician, though. So, what, uh, what film did you bring us today? The Jazz Singer with Neil Diamond. From. So. The 1980 version. 1980 yes. version. Not the 1927. 1927. Or the hell it was. Al Jolson is not yeah. what we watched. No. Although no. I was surprised for the similarities. Yeah, same. Really caught me off guard. Never seen this. I hadn't seen it in full until this evening. Yeah, I saw pieces of it. I had never even heard of this. Well, <laughs> oh, really? This not, is a good choice. Not even then, a little I think. bit. Yeah. It's unusual that we pick a movie that most of us have not seen. <laughs> yeah, really. Usually, at least one of us. Mm-hmm. So where do we start? Oh, I did have a few notes. So. Yeah, remake of the 1927 jazz singer based off of the 1925 play. And the movie, I mean, not bombed. It made its money back, but not too much more. Really? It was kind of expensive. It was like 13 million or something like that, and it box office for like 27. But also the 13 million, it was originally going to be eight, and then they kept on adding on for the soundtrack and for uh, Laurence Olivier's. They they gave all that money to Laurence Olivier. Oh my God, I know. (laughs) That's um, why there's only like four songs in yeah. here. Yeah. You know, like, I got a whole album you can draw from. And they're like, we had to pay Lawrence. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, All was... right. Just use hello again. I don't give a shit. He was apparently doing it very much for the money and did not want to be here. Lawrence yeah. Olivier? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So besides it being kind of a box office, like, you flop. know. Yeah. It's not a bomb. Yeah. But it's a flop. It made um, a slight profit, you said, but like yeah. it didn't do any yeah. buku bucks or anything. Um, but the soundtrack was stupid successful. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I definitely were... know. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize all these songs were from this album, but I know all these yeah. songs. Yeah. Like... Yep. And also, I was just <laughs> skating through stuff, and I saw Roger Ebert hated it and had a very scathing review, which is hilarious to read. Yeah, so. not surprised. He was like, I'm not enough that. blackface. Mm, well, no. He... <laughs> so he does. Hashtag spoilers. He, he does yeah, address really. the blackface. 
and was just kind of like, because it's a reference to the other one, yeah, but it's, also, it's come unnecessary. on. It's a real I, throwaway. Yeah, he, kept, he kept on doing sure, and then dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of the times that he does it. Was It's a reference to the 1927 film. Sure, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I like your style, Ebert. I yeah. always have. Oh, yeah. That and, like, his whole thing is that, uh, you know, Neil Diamond is doing all this shit that would be kind of like what you'd expect from a man 20 years younger. Yeah, I couldn't tell so how old he's, he's supposed to be playing that's in a this. Really, that's, that's a really interesting point. Because okay. I feel like the story was written for somebody younger. I yeah. agree for that. To the because, point that I thought Neil Diamond was just a guy that always looked kind of way older. Well, I was thinking the same thing, which is why I had to look up how old he was. And you said during, he was... He was like 39 or 40. 39 or 40. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, it should have maybe been like mid 20s for right, this it's level a, it's... of like, I'm going to bomb my life. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess it could be a midlife crisis. Yeah, but then he'd be need to be slightly older. It doesn't play <laughs> yeah, like. Or a... I mean, but you'd also have and to lay it, you'd have to well, lay different tracks yeah. for that to work. Yeah, this just right. seemed it like it doesn't play yeah. like a midlife crisis. No, yeah. yeah, he literally has a like. I didn't want to wonder like what could have been. You're 40, dude. Like, yeah, right. We it's... should probably get into what we're talking about yeah. and then go into that. But yeah, that's true. yeah, I mean, the long story short is that Neil Diamond plays Jess Robin Robinovich. Right, Rabin- full name Rabinovich. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. yeah, and he is. I changed a... it for Hollywood. Yeah. Hello, Hollywood. Hello. Uh-huh. I shortened my name. Don't you know? Oh boy. <laughs> I'm gonna yep. cut out a lot of these. No, you're I'm not. I'm gonna leave the good ones. No, nope, you're leaving them all. Because <laughs> I'm an asshole. Uh, but every so... time he did that Neil Diamond impression, it was just so funny. It. I mean, it is great. <laughs> he is a cantor, a Jewish cantor. Yeah. And comes from, obviously, a very religious family. Seems like he's almost coming from a very religious, even neighborhood. Like, it all seems to be very... um... Well, they also prime you for that, because, like, they have that whole beginning montage where it's coming to America, and there's a lot of religious iconography of both, like, Judaism and Catholicism in there. So, you get the impression that he really is very steeped in the Jewish culture, and um, he's married... Uh, though they don't give you a whole lot of background on yeah. that marriage at all. And, I mean, again, that's another weird, like, if he's going to be 40 and this is supposed to be kind of a midlife crisis or something, like, it's, it's very ill-defined. Right. And um, he really wants to pursue becoming a musician and... He wants to take a shot. Because he's been sneaking right. out to uh, to perform songs and he's been writing songs for, like, friends of his who are musicians for a while for and, a very long time, yeah, he, he just, tells his dad. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just vaguely defined. Um, so he gets a shot to go out and perform his songs on the West Coast, and he's like, got to take it. And then, so he basically throws away his whole life, and, and then it kind of becomes like a star is born, and becomes a star. Yeah, it, it turns into very star is born, and some of the shots are like almost stolen from a star is born. Uh, we're still talking Judy Garland version because the other ones don't count. How have um, you seen any of them? I've seen the older one. Oh, okay. Uh, there's like a 1929-ish. Yeah, Maybe it's like late 20s, early 30s version. But some of the scenes feel like they're almost pulled from it. Like, uh, stylistically even. Like, there's that scene where he goes out to the back porch and, like, the ocean's in the background and the sun is setting or it looks sort of like the yeah. sky is sort of reddish. And it just looks directly like it's pulled from a scene from A Star is Born. Yeah, um, I um, I had personally seen the Streisand. Mm-hmm. And the Judy Garland versions. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the, the the earlier one. 
yeah. and, I've ne- and I've never seen the, the yeah. Bradley Cooper Gaga one. I mean, not that I'm aware of. My grandmother watched a lot of a lot of classic Hollywood and stuff when I was growing up, so I may have seen some. That's how I've seen a lot of stuff, but uh, I don't I don't remember having seen the original. Doesn't really matter. No, we're not yeah. talking about that. No, it doesn't matter. No, we're not here for that. We're here for a jazz singer. Right. So that's not 19... a jazz singer. The, the jazz. The singer. jazz, jazz singer. Nineteen eighty. Um, which is funny because Neil Diamond is not a jazz singer. It's not jazz. It's a very strangely named movie. I guess because it's a remake, but yeah. like... Yeah, well, because it's roughly based on this play that was made into a movie, but also they changed a lot of stuff, apparently, but I've never seen the original, so I couldn't tell you what. Yeah, I haven't seen the original either, so I can't really even... Oh, the Al Jolson one? No, me either. But also, like, if they called it, like, a crooner rock singer or whatever, it doesn't have the same punch. No, or whatever it the fuck that genre would be. It just seems like a strange title for this movie. It doesn't feel fitting at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't sing a single jazz song. No. Yeah, he doesn't sing anything like jazz, really. He doesn't play in a jazz club. Like, none of it. No, he plays in a honky-tonk. Right. And, like, he actually, Carnegie Hall. <laughs> he kind of, like, taps into a couple different genres, and jazz is never one of them. Yeah, yeah no. No, it's all Nobody very, even like... refers to him as, like, jazzy. No, no. it's all, like, folksy and... Yeah. yeah. It's Americana, like, rock, which is what yeah. Neil Diamond does. Yeah. It feels like a bit of a uh, octagon callback, where we don't really know why it's called the octagon. <laughs> yeah, it's true. There is... There is at least one octagon in the octagon. There is zero jazz singers, right. as far as I can tell. <laughs> yeah, not a one. Not a one. In the jazz singer. There's a lot of callbacks to the octagon. We'll get there. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, this is an oddly... I don't think we even saw any jazz cigarettes in the jazz singer. <laughs> no. No. There Again, was... Neil Diamond's like, not in my movie. We're not doing that. What do you kids call it? The devil's lettuce. <laughs> not even any players from the jazz. The no. Utah jazz? I don't know what. What state. are you saying? Yeah, I'm trying. Jazz to... musicians or sports guys on sport, a team called sport, the Jazz. Sports guys. Okay. I was just coming up with other jazz things that could be here but weren't. Yeah, the Transformer never makes an appearance. Yes, never. It's me, the robot jazz. Beep bop boop boop. Now I'm a car. That was what beep boop Now I'm a guy again. Who who well, who voiced thrilling radio? Who yeah. voiced him? Who voiced jazz? Yeah. Which jazz? No, nobody that would have been in this. No. At all. Oh, I forgot. It was Neil Diamond. (laughs) Neil Diamond. Look out, Optimus Prime. They're coming to America. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... The Neil Diamonds. Yeah, where the fuck were we, though? Oh, okay, so We were just starting it. They did the coming to America. The the brief, yeah, is that it becomes a star is born. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, it becomes a version of a star is born, and then it kind of just wraps up. I mean, like... It's not as tragic as a star is born. No, unsurprisingly, it's like real family friendly happy yeah. ending nothing nothing crazy no and you get a bunch of neil diamond songs but like not enough no because it's the same ones over well, which yeah, we mentioned earlier same, but... like two or three over and over and over yeah, again. And there's like seven i glanced at the soundtrack list there's like yeah, seven on there seven. but most of them you hear like four times a piece or whatever yeah, man i like yeah you hear I've, I've been doing the hello bit but you hear that song so many fucking times in this movie yes. yeah so i'm calling it now that's if you want to get drunk while you watch 1980 jazz singer just drink every time anybody says hello. Yeah. You will be loaded. Yeah. Either conversationally or in that damn song. Yeah. Anytime I have it in my notes, it's hello again, again. And yeah, you babies all over this place thing, or all over this thing too. Yeah. But not as, it's not as egregious for some reason. No. Well, it's because hello, he just says hello so it's many so times. so many times. Well, and then also. Hello think... again. Hello. Think... Hello, my friend. Hello. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think also. I guess you, it is kind of right. You baby, yeah. I think has more of a like verse oh, to it. I love it, that song. And sometimes they'll you drop. baby, you baby, you're making me crazy, me crazy. Every time I look around, I didn't realize Neil Diamond wrote that. Every time I look around, it's in my face. Oh wait, that's OMC. How bizarre. Hmm. It's close mm. though. Mm. Cruising down the freeway oh in the hot, God. hot sun. I know too many words to OMC. You really do. My mom owns that CD. Hello yes, again. Hello. Oh yeah. Hello, I'm back. Neil I, was, I think I was briefly OMC. <laughs> oh. Guys, I, I want you to know that we have Neil Diamond on the podcast tonight, and it's the first time ever in his life he's been high. Yeah. And I sat down wind of a jazz singer. <laughs> that explains all of that um so yeah i mean that's that's your basic your short version of the plot yeah that's the short version and really it's the long version too yeah the plot is i mean it's not it gets it thickens a bit but not yeah there's a couple dramatic turns but like it's real yeah. streamlined yeah. and real like sort of as a plateau yeah there are a couple of points where it's like that plateau gets a little bumpy. Yeah, they add weird, dramatic, not just turns, but like dr- like they add drama to it where it's like, this is just nothing. You're making mountains out of molehills. It all feels like, the drama all feels like overkill. So yeah, here, which again seems like a younger man like overreacting mm. to whatever the fuck. Right, yeah. Not like, you're 40, calm down. Yeah. Calm down. So also, when you have uh, montages, that's always a plateau. You're just watching something happen with music overlaid. And we have, I think, at least two of them. Yeah, and they're very close together. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's like one montage, yeah. and then yeah. a brief scene, and then another montage immediately after it. It, it stalls out any of your attention. Yeah, your montage is just yeah. saying, telling you that yeah. time passes. Yeah. You know, that takes well, away, because like, there's no immediacy now to whatever the problem is. Also, it's funny, because I think the things that should have immediacy don't some of that i think might be like based on the era the time yeah only because there are some parts of it that give me a little bit of like an easy rider feel not in plot but in like oh it's when he sings steppenwolf (laughs) that's it but in the the way that like even when the the most dramatic things happen in easy rider they're almost subdued yeah like everything sort of feels like it's real like like chilled out like everything's just real mellow the whole time yeah the drama well, in easy rider just happens well, like, right. there, there isn't necessarily like build up to things happening like and then they just are like back on the road like they gotta keep you know right whatever. well so i don't think neil diamond's a great dramatic actor no and i think Lawrence olivier was very restrained was, in this performance i think Lawrence olivier was trying to make up for neil diamond but so, I, mean, I will. I'll give you this. I think Neil Diamond actually did a better job than I ever thought Neil Diamond would do as an actor. Uh, yeah, because most of this, he's actually very good. It's when he has to really. But he's very. Most of the time, he's very in the middle. He's very neutral. Right. Like he's like, I want to follow my dreams. Okay, that's not like because he's not crying and saying it or screaming it. No. It's very like neutral emotion and stuff. He's just like, I, I want to take my shot, and that's fine. And he's very good at it. And like even when he first gets to Hollywood, he's kind of meek and things. But then when he has to be like. I'm really pissed off. He just seems petulant. Yeah, he does. He seems like he's throwing a tantrum. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, is he, I mean, he's not... Well, and also he's that, that could have worked for the 20-year-old Neil Diamond movie, not right. for the 40-year-old Neil but Diamond movie. he's not given a lot of range to work with anyway. Yeah, no. Yeah. So I don't think that we really saw any ability, almost because he wasn't given the option to even try. It, mm-hmm. it yeah. doesn't require that. 
What's Molly? Who played Molly? Lucy Arnaz. Lucy Arnaz. She was so, very good. Oh my she God. is good, yeah. And then she, she should be, like, being Lucy and Desi's daughter. Yeah, but. which we, She yeah. was like the bright spot in this movie for me. Yeah. Seriously. Well, she's the she's got the funniest line. She's got like the snappiest delivery. Yeah, like yeah, she has she has real presence. Yeah. yeah. So the thing about Molly, you can only do it once a night. Uh, Don't try to double dip. Hello again. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, you so, want you want to run through the plot until we get to Molly? Yeah, yeah, or, let's do that. Okay. Right. So, um, Allison, you mentioned like movie starts with montage footage of New York New York yeah uh, Statue of Liberty American flags they're playing coming to America it's real cool yeah. Port Authority it's actually a great people. opener yeah, yeah it is it's, it's well shot it's real stylized yeah. it's, it's yeah. interesting and the song, the song is good and yeah. like you're you know, like, if you went to see this and you wanted Neil Diamond, which I did, like, when you suggested this, I was like, oh, cool, I've never seen this. I like Neil Diamond enough. Like, this will be fun. Right. I looked it up enough to know there was going to be Neil Diamond songs in it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's right on. It's just like, pop, right? As soon as it starts. Coming to America, you're like, I fucking love this song. Like, it's such a good song. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is a fun well, song. And honestly, it's a good way to start this movie. that's one of the songs I know from Neil Diamond. I'm not a big fan, but, like, I know a couple of things that he's done that's yeah, on the list. It's a good one. Yeah. Well, and that was one of the hits off of the soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, of yeah. course it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it had, like, three, like, hit songs or something, and that was one of them. I'm guessing Hello had to be one. Yeah. they were. I'm sure they were banking on that. Yeah, I mean, like, this was very, like, the soundtrack was very commercially successful. It was one of his most successful albums. Right <laughs> I mean, on. it's great. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, is. It is. The songs really are good. good. Yeah. It's No Girl, You'll Be a Woman. It's so not. Probably but... my favorite. So we have all the scenes from New York. A guy who we later find out to be Bubba rushing into a synagogue. Yeah, who played Bubba? Uh... I, I don't, don't know. remember. I will say, I only referred to Neil Diamond in my notes by drawing a diamond and writing an N inside of it. He became a symbol. Yeah. Like Very Prince. Prince. Yeah. This is what it sounds like when doves cry. Cry. Ooh, cry. Oh my god, wait, you're turning uh, into Eddie Vedder. Bu- Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba was oh Franklin A-J-A-Y-E. A-J-A-Y-E. A Jai? A Jai, yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, if if you're listening, Franklin, and we've mispronounced your name, we're sorry. Uh, let us know, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's he's Bubba, good friend of uh, Neil Diamond's character is Jess. Jess, Jess Robin. Jess Robin. It's a weird name. It is a weird yeah, name. It's yeah. very effeminate. Rabinovich. Yeah. Yeah, I know Rabinovich. Oh, but Jess is a do- guy's name? Yeah, well, just the two together. It's okay. like the Jamie Foxx thing. Yeah. You know how, J- I, I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast before, <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I think I've told you. Jamie Foxx. Uh, changed his name to Jamie Foxx and spelled that way um, because at the time female comics were getting booked all the time. It was like the hot thing was to book female comics. Oh, so Jamie's so, gender neutral and Fox with two X's is seems, sexy lady. Seems sexy yeah. lady. Seems like, yeah, so they so he would get booked sight unseen and show up and they're like, you're not a lady? And he's like, yeah, but you booked me to too fucking bad. Uh, I didn't and, know that. Yeah, that's what, what I heard. What is his I, real name? I had no idea. Um, I heard that and I was like, man, that's fucking brilliant. Like, yeah. Oh my god. His real name it's, is... it's not even close. What is it? Eric Marlin Bishop. Wow. Yeah. It is not even close. Eric Bishop. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> my soundboard is malfunctioning. Oh no again. Bet. Oh no. Bet, bet, bet. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that picks up. Is that the Price is Right failure sound? It is. Sounds like it. Let's let's get people caught up here. So Jess, Neil Diamond, is singing in the synagogue uh, because mm-hmm. he is a K- 
canter. Yes. And he's singing with his father, and... Even in the synagogue thing, they have him mixed so you can hear specifically yeah. Neil Diamond's oh, voice. Yeah. And he's real... Every time he sings, like, a traditional song in this, he really rubs a lot of Neil Diamond stank on it. Oh, he yeah. does. He, he's when the show-off. When he sings Hava Nagila, it's great. It is great. It <laughs> is great. It's legitimately good. I was like, he's really rubbing a lot of funk on it. Yeah. I want to pipe that in for my bat mitzvah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, same. He's like, um, Hava, Nagila, Hava. And you're like, wow, <laughs> really leaning into it, man. Yeah, I mean, but it's gr- it's perfect. It is. It's really fun. Yeah. Well, and it makes the whole, it, the yeah. whole thing is his dad keeps going, God gave you that voice. Yeah. Yeah. You know? um, so he's singing and then Bubba kind of bursts in and uh, watches the end of the performance where Neil Diamond speeds it up. Yeah, to Neil Diamond oh, yeah. sings the end real fast so cute. he can get done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he runs out, and they're headed over to a club that happens Cinderella to be club. an all-black nightclub uh, with his three black friends who are looking for a fourth performer. Yeah, well, it's because uh, Teddy. Teddy got locked up or something, right? Yeah. yeah. So Teddy got locked up, so they need a fourth performer. And I'd like to mention that this is where my expertise comes in, because the band name is four brothers yeah it's it's real weird it's a very interesting confluence uh-huh. if any of our listeners are into like chaos magic and magic theory confluence is very important and i think that's very interesting that that happened so um this is where things take a turn for um, the weird for the weird we're gonna just hit you with a no we're not because the soundboard's not working <laughs> uh we're gonna hit you with a sad womp womp because this is where the blackface comes in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, instead of putting and... just white Neil Diamond on the stage with them as a fill-in. Because they're supposed to be four brothers. brothers. They put him in blackface and an afro, but they forget to do his hands. So and he Lord gets... knows you can't stop Neil Diamond from clapping. He starts clapping. And they start, well, well nobody. Everybody, everybody else was clapping. Right, everybody's yeah, clapping, yeah. but he starts clapping and nobody picks this up except for a man in the crowd. Who, who happens, happens to, to be, be goddamn again same year as the octagon baby ass Ernie Hudson? Who knew? You might remember the octagon for episode one and four brothers for episode three. That's true. Yes. Uh, so thank you for that footnote. <laughs> uh, also, y'all bitches didn't see him, and I didn't say anything. And then yeah, no, the we end, didn't notice it. You guys saw him in the credits, and we're like Ernie Hudson. I'm like, yeah, he was in the club scene. They're like, what? Cutting Listen, up. here's. Don't worry, Tina. I'm cutting this out. Here's the thing. No, you can leave it we in. We knew the whole because time. Because there are rules that Allison doesn't know, and I'm going to just fill her in right now. When you see Ernie Hudson, you call him out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ernie Hudson's a national right. treasure. Right. Absolutely. All right. It's like, it's like, oh, I thought you saw that $50 bill on the ground. It's like, no, if I saw the $50 I bill, I would have picked it yeah. up. You would know I found it. Yeah, Ernie anyway. Hudson's great. My bad. Yeah, I just didn't recognize him. <laughs> now you know the rules of the game. And so like, he does have facial hair. He does. He's, he's got facial well, hair. He's, he's such got a, a baby. He's, he's so got tiny. deep open shirt. Like yeah, he just looks like a baby of a man. Oh, also, uh, Hunter. Hi, Hunter. This is you in the past. Um, don't forget the week that this goes up uh, when you post it to also post that video of Will Ferrell playing Neil Diamond. <laughs> Could you also oh. just talk to yourself as Neil Diamond? Hey, hey, Hunter. It's me, your good pal, Neil Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna post the will ferrell video where he was playing neil diamond on saturday night live and like i don't know the timing was off on a, a, a gag or like something didn't go over and it was kind of quiet and somebody in the audience is like 
yeah, Will. And he goes, yeah, Neil. <laughs> like, there's like a half second pause where, he, and then he's like, bat, he's still in character. He's just oh like, yeah, God. Neil. And like, it's my favorite, like, favorite thing that maybe he's ever done. And I like Will Ferrell quite a bit, but it's so brilliant and he stays in character. It's great. Oh my god, we should remake The Jazz Singer with Will Ferrell playing Neil Diamond. Oh my god. And like Will Ferrell now, who's probably like, he's gotta be what? 50? Gotta be 50. But like, we'll have 50-year-old Will Ferrell playing a 20-year-old Neil Diamond. (laughs) He looks good for his age. He's starting to gray a little bit, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Don't we all? Yeah. Actually, I haven't found a single gray hair yet, and a bunch of my friends do. But uh... My pubes look like the Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, cute. They're also electrifying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> feed my Frankenstein. Oh, Hungry wait. for love <laughs> and speaking... it's feeding time, baby. Whoa. Speaking of Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, yeah. We did come to a conclusion that um, Neil Diamond in his afro actually would make a very good Frankenfurter. Yeah, there, him and there's... <laughs> so, During after Ernie Hudson or, yeah. calls him out and is like, Oh. That's not a brother, that's a white dude. That uh-huh. ain't no brother, that's a white boy. No, that's close. Yes. That's pretty close. Um, I'm just saying, I, I wrote it down. A full-on race riot erupts. <laughs> and Neil Diamond punches the shit. Yeah, Neil Diamond Ernie punches Hudson. Ernie Hudson, and then later on somebody's grappling with one of the dudes in the band. I don't know if it was Bubba or not. It might have been Bubba. So somebody's grappling with maybe Bubba, and Neil Diamond straight up like kicks that guy in the ribs. <laughs> it was great. I was like, oh shit. He'll scrap. Yeah, he's a yeah. scrappy dude. Yeah. But yeah, him and his weird uh, afro wig <laughs> does <laughs> does look a little Frankenfurter. It does. And, well, we happened to pause it in a moment where it was like... He's also making like a Nick like, Jagger duck yeah, face. Yeah, he's like puckering, and it's it's He's like, ooh, strange. I'm gonna get into a fight now. Yeah, it's, it's a weird look. There's a good bit of, like, Ernie Hudson at the table being, like, like pantomiming, like, did you see his hands? And, like, flipping his hands over, he's like, his hands... His hands don't don't look like, like a black guy's hands. They look like white guy hands. Like <laughs> it's him just like flipping his hands back and forth. Well, it's because Ernie Hudson's an actor. Yeah, it's good. He's it's it was funny. I can't believe I didn't recognize him. Uh, yeah, same year as the Octagon, which is only four years before Ghostbusters, but he still looks so young in Octagon and this as well. Yeah, I mean, he looks he, younger in the Octagon, I think personally. Well, he has facial hair in this. Yeah, he has facial hair in this. Yeah. Although might not have been his, you know. He barred it. Somebody yeah, gave it got, to him. Got, it rubbed off my... on him. <laughs> Prosthetics, you know. This is my do... uncle's goatee. Oh, boy. Yeah, they do fake mustaches You can't borrow shit. it. You yeah, no, can't. I'm pretty sure Neil Diamond has a fake beard at one point in this. It looked real suspect. Yeah. <laughs> when he's, like, he's he's in his, like, you know, beard years of, like, oh, I'm depressed. I'm having a hard time being a rock star. And it's like, I was like, that's a fake-ass fucking beard, I think it's real. When he shows up at, like, during the montage, yeah, but when he first is in the studio and he's got, like, kind of a wispy beard, it looked looked weird. But later on in the movie, it looks pretty legit. After he's road-tested? Yeah. Although, honestly, (laughs) some people just grow weird facial hair. Oh, believe me, I know. honestly... One of these days, listeners, my mustache will connect to the rest of my facial hair. And on that day, I'll get out of my wheelchair and do a dance. You just need a little pencil. Well, I brought pencil. I just, I just need like a skosh more testosterone, just a teeny tiny bit. We'll see if um, Ernie Hudson can rub a little off on you. Ernie Hudson's probably got testosterone to spare. Yeah, he could give you a little. He's the most unappreciated Ghostbuster. Do you think he's unappreciated? Yeah, the second Ghostbusters movie treats him really badly. 
Oh, never thought about it. When you really look at it from like Ernie Hudson's perspective, he's barely in that movie, and like the only times he's in that movie are to like go to jail and shit. And I'm like, mm. he's really underserved by that sequel, which is probably why it's not as good a movie. We can't talk about Ghostbusters. We're here to talk about Jazz Singer. We are, yes, Jazz um, Singer. So the well, race war breaks well, out. Yeah, it's a it's a club. It's riot. not really. It's not really a race it's, war. It's a club you, riot. Yeah, almost everybody in the room is black except for Neil Diamond, so it's not a race riot. Right. But also, it seems like it's not the whole club versus those five guys or whatever. It seems like like most of the club is just beating each other up. So I think maybe it's just like, you bumped me, and now we are yeah. fighting. We are in a fight now. You did a hit to me, and now I will a hit back at you. Yeah, it, it just becomes kind of like a reason to fight is really yeah. what it is. It's almost goofy. It's real goofy. So having, okay, so opening with Neil Diamond, like, can't, I'm not even going to do the like, approximation of the um, the song, the song he's singing, the, the hymn, but mm-hmm. like, or what, I don't know what the term is. Is it a hymn? If, um, it's, if it's a Jewish, like, religious song, is that a hymn? I don't know. I, I don't think know. so. I don't even know if that's, like, culturally in a, in, insensitive or not. But. Okay, listen, so that's, that's the thing we should preface. We're talking a lot about the Jewish culture in this. If anything we say is insensitive or offensive, it is totally not intentional. Yeah, it's, so, just, it's just because I don't know. We're, it's ignorance at its best. We're I only, all ignorant. I only have a handful of Jewish friends, and they weren't that Jewish. So to start and have him singing and then speed up to get it done faster so he can get out of there, and then go to the club, and there's a couple, like, goofy line deliveries in the club. Yeah. Uh, which are not, like, goofy bad, but goofy, like, fun and silly. And then to have him do blackface, which is played as, like, a goof. Yeah. It's it's crazy to see it now. Like, you just would never get that. It's, it's cringy. Yeah, it is. It's really, like, you're just like, holy. Like, we all went, oh, shit, what? Because he also, like, they have their backs to the crowd. Yeah. When they first go out. Yeah, and like, then, like the fucking Temptations. And when yeah, they turn and then around. they all spin around. Like, I think it's one, <laughs> one at a time. time. And the camera pans down the line. And the <laughs> right. last one is Blackface Neil Diamond. <laughs> and we all went, what? <laughs> and was like, I actually looked this up, so I knew this was coming. Well, <laughs> we and then all... I immediately apologized yeah. to the crowd here because... Because I didn't know that there was blackface in yeah, this. Yeah, no idea. Uh, yeah, I, there's, apparently for prayer, there are like, you know, Hebrew and Yiddish terms, um, but prayer seems appropriate. Okay. So okay. That's a way to so singing that. the prayer. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. You know, like I said, the blackface, cringy now, poor taste now, but played as a goof in the film. And then having this like kind of a big brawl breakout. It kind of felt like Blazing Saddles or something. Yeah, it, it, felt like it did. It, it, it felt like we were settling into a goofier movie. Yeah, well, because also everybody's like real dressed up. Yeah, oh, on they top have, of that. Like, yeah, the, they have like tuxes. The, the level of like yeah. costuming for, you know. The four brothers. Bo- for the four brothers, but also for uh, being in a, a religious oh, yeah, know, yeah, event oh, has, yeah. you know. Yeah, they all have the ceremonial yeah. outfits on and everything. Yeah, and yeah. Yarmulkes and robes and, yeah, the whole yeah. nine. Yeah, So, I and mean, when like... when Bubba comes in, they, they give Bubba the loner yarmulke. Yeah, which Hunter didn't know that was a thing. No, I did not know that was a thing. That was great. And there's a bit where, like, it won't stay on his head because of his fro. He's got, like, a small fro. Usually I've seen anybody that's got a yeah, problem pins. with that. Yeah, they people use, like, yeah, clips and yeah. stuff. But, yeah. But uh, they just did, like, a bit... I mean, like, they, they didn't mm-hmm. cut it out of the movie. It's in there yeah. twice where it falls off. He picks it up, puts it back on, it falls off again. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe this is, like, a goofier movie. I was like, that's kind of weird. That's kind of cool. But pretty much after this, it, there's humor, but it starts to be sort of fewer and far between. Yeah. A lot of the humor comes from uh, Lucy Arnaz. Lucy Arnaz, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. she has 
Oh, the funniest. She has good lines, good delivery. And, She's yeah. a good facial actress. Like she does a yeah. lot with her. There's a real great bit we'll get to later. Her on the side of the stage, which is fun. Well, also every time she gets into that guy's car, man. Yeah. Hilarious. So, <laughs> but yeah, there is humor in it. But it, yeah, it starts to get spaced out, and they add in this weird drama, and it's the drama's kind of flat. Yeah, I mean, because there's no build up to any of it. You never feel like anything is really a struggle. It's just a thing that's happening. It's just, it's just kind of. Yeah. It doesn't ever feel like... Nothing has any sense of immediacy. Nothing. Yeah. And it all feels and like... And time is handled weird in this. Like yeah. We... And also, like, he just kind of really is falling upward career-wise. Yeah. Right. So it's not like we're even getting a lot of tension there. He's you not know, struggling. Yeah, he's not like Jewel sleeping in his car for a couple of weeks till he gets a record contract. He's just like, I'll just go out to the West Coast to be with my buds. And it's like, oh, I got us fired. And it's like, hey, we got a gig now. All right, cool. Like, it's just, yeah. Yeah, well, and a lot of it's uh, Lucy Arnaz. Uh, yeah, she does a lot of the behind the scenes, yeah. and she's his manager. Yeah, and, like, really greasing the wheels, and boy, we'll did get they get there. greased. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> so. Not not sexually. <laughs> also sexually. But, Sam, bar fight, they get arrested. Yeah, they, they what, oh, the, the also, fight breaks out. Was, they were singing uh, You Baby. Yeah. Just, I wanted to make a note of that. It's the first instance of you, baby. Um, yeah, they get arrested. Uh, they get bailed out by dad. Lawrence Olivier. Lawrence Olivier, which Playing, is, yeah. Uh, Cantor Rabinov- Rabinovich, which is, yeah, Neil Diamond's dad. Neil Diamond called his wife Rivka. They live with his father. So his father answered the phone and was like, I'll go bail them out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he came down, bails them out. They go back to the apartment. He kind of has yeah. words with his dad. Yeah, it's when Neil Diamond's like, I've been doing this for a long time. Well, when they get bailed out, he says, oh, dad, a funny thing happened on the way home from shul. Yeah. Yeah, he does say that. And I was like, ya zoinks. Ya uh-huh. zoinks that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he goes into the whole thing about, you know, he's been performing and he wants to continue to perform and he doesn't feel like being a cantor is his calling. <laughs> he and... says, God doesn't pay that well. Yeah. Right. Which really hurts his, his dad's feelings. Yeah. Yeah. But he also, he does kind of hit his dad with that, where he says, you know, like yeah. this, what I've been doing on the side has been paying for all this. It appears that he is living with his father. Him and his wife, Rivka, are living with his father. And he does at some point say that he wants to make enough money for Rivka and him to move out and to be able to have children and things like that. Yeah. Have their own place. And they he can't do that if he's living as a cantor and making cantor money. That's the conversation that takes place, and... When he, when he tells his dad, God doesn't pay so good... Right. Uh, his dad says, which I, I really liked, I, I actually like their, you know... Dynamic. Uh, yeah, their yeah, dynamic and their too. opposition on, mm-hmm. on, on like, like, religion and whatever. I actually think it felt very realistic. Yeah, it was a good... I thought it was well-written and, yeah. and well-acted. Yeah, so uh, do on I. On both parts, on yeah. Neil Diamond as well. Um, but uh, uh, Lawrence Olivier's dad says, our people were killed for saying saying our prayer, you know, a certain way and we owe it to them to continue to say it this way. Because right. Neil Diamond's kind of saying like, well, it's not f- you know, it's not as much fun. Like, why can't we inject more, like, life and fun into it and make it, like, I guess jazzy. <laughs> I guess, yeah. you know, why can't we rub some Neil Diamond stank on it? And he's like, no, this is our tradition. And, like, you right. need tradition to know where you're from uh, so if you don't know where you're from you can't know where you're going. And I was like, I really like that. I liked all that. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. well written and I thought it was like really well delivered. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. But that kind of sets the wheels in motion for him wanting to pursue something outside of this profession. Uh, and he also 
I don't know. I don't know if I missed like a specific cut or whatever. But doesn't he bump into Bubba like after that conversation? And Bubba, that's when Bubba's saying like, "Oh, we're going out to the West Coast." Yep. Uh, the 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 four brothers. Yeah, that, actually, the group got a gig doing backup singing for some guy on the West Coast. So I think that yeah. happens after they are bailed out, but right before this conversation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because I know after that and after the argument with his dad, he goes to bed. And Rivka's like, I think your father's asleep. And he's like, not tonight, baby. Daddy's got a headache. He doesn't say that. But, uh... Uh, kind of. Yeah, he, <laughs> he asks for a rain check. Yeah, he says, can, he's like, can I get a rain check of... He lays there, like, with his hands, like, behind his head, like, staring at the ceiling. And it was a very, like, Dewey Cox needs to think about his whole life moment. Yeah, he, it's one of two cringy shutdowns. Neil yeah. Diamond is getting women thrown at him here. And they yeah. he's shooting them down. Yeah, like, listen, okay, so here's a peek behind the curtain. I am not super good at reading signals. <laughs> Famously, I have no idea when people are attracted to me or hitting on me. I'm just like, oh, yeah, we have a conversation. And then as soon as that person walks away, a friend of mine who was nearby will grab me and be like, dude, go talk to them. They were fucking hitting on you. And I go like, what? Even I would know these girls are down to clown. Well- <laughs> but Neil Diamond's just like, yeah, that's great. I'm busy. What comes after hello again? I can't remember. Like, <laughs> yeah. you are not he, that busy, Neil. No, well, he knows he's shooting them down. He yeah. Knows it. I mean, especially when Molly does it. Yeah. Yeah, Molly's is great. Molly comes right out and just offers Mo- him her body. But anyway, <laughs> let's let's speed it up so we can get to Molly. Instead of getting it wet, he decides to compose right. in yeah. the evening. Um, I have a note in here that just says, Neil Diamond looks like a Chia pet of Neil Diamond. You know what's funny? Instead of getting it wet, I don't I don't get the impression that Rivka's getting anything wet. Oh. I'm well, just saying. She's not. She has zero sex appeal. Like, zero. I feel bad talking about this actress, but her face is weird in this. It's very weird, and she's got that real tight Barbara Streisand perm. Yeah. What movie is it that Barbara Streisand has hair like that? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, it is. It's the very, like... It's the same haircut Michael Caine had for, like, half the 70s. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's it's not a good look. It's not sexy. And it doesn't suit her, I don't think, at There's all. There's a scene coming... Uh, so the actress... Uh, is it Yentl? It might be Yentl. Is it, yeah. Is it fun? Which, like, because... Fun fact, Yentl came out, I believe, three years after... 83, you are exactly correct. Yeah, the nice. jazz singer. And, um... It's um, kind of a big deal because they were two very um, Jewish films yeah. that yeah. focused very heavily on Jewish religion yeah. and other... Jewish music. The Barbara Streisand perm comes right up. There it is. Oh, in all its glory. So what was that? Uh, a Star is Born. Oh, okay. That Look at it. that. Man, so many confluences, guys. But speaking about uh, Rivka. Oh, yeah. The actress's <laughs> name is Catelyn uh, Adams, yeah? Allison, you told me, you pointed out she's in The Jerk, yes. which is where I recognized her from. And I don't think she's as weird. Like, she lo- I don't think she looks as strange in The Jerk. You her know. hair is longer in The Jerk. Yeah. I-, I think it suits her face better. She's got a really strange sort of, um, like, antelope type face. <laughs> One of those antelope faces. One of those antelope faces. Like but Renee Zellweger. Well, very deer-like. It's all very angular. And it's very, there's something about it that's very unusual. Yeah. She falls flat personality-wise. She doesn't seem to have much personality. Yeah, in this, she's um, she's not a character. She's totally really background. Yeah, she's an obstacle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's just a thing that's there that he has to be concerned with. Like, his his father has a 
an arc and a narrative. She yeah. doesn't really. No. No, her only thing is her talking with uh, Molly, Molly about later on, him. But even that yeah. isn't anything. Right. Um, like, so the, basically the next scene after um, they don't sleep together is uh, they're having a party, right, for his father. They have Neil Diamond at the, the synagogue for a bit, like, helping out and some things about like yeah, he's, he's, he's being learn. a cantor yeah he's basically. being a cantor he's helping the kid learn uh, prayer for his, his bar, bar, bar mitzvah, mitzvah coming yeah. up and all that but the next major scene is like that you know whatever yeah, his, yeah, party. his they father make, they make mention of like his father's 25th anniversary yeah. or something like that yeah it's the 25th anniversary of him being a cantor being a cantor yeah, yeah. and uh his his father Lawrence Olivier is a sad drunk well, wait, there's a really important part that we've missed in between. Oh, what? Um, while he's at the synagogue yeah, teaching gets, the kids, he, he gets, gets a phone a call. call from Bubba. That's right, yeah, that happens before. Saying that he, you know, you got to come out to the West Coast. We have this opportunity. They like your yeah. song. They right. want you to do your song. They need you to do stuff. Yeah, he says, yeah. like, the guy that's doing it isn't doing it right. They want you to come out and perform it for him. Show him how to do it, basically. Yeah, you're right. And then we cut to the... Uh, anniversary party, 25th anniversary of his father being a cantor, and his dad, his dad is a sad drunk. Yeah. He's sitting at the table and he's reminiscing about his dead mm, wife. It's, it's a bummer. It is, and it comes out of nowhere. I mean, like, his, yeah. his Neil Diamond's mother hasn't been seen or mentioned in the movie, so I assume she was dead because she hasn't popped up or been mentioned at all. Yeah, the only time she's mentioned is in the past tense, and yeah. it seems to well, be... it's in this scene, because he's like, oh, your poor, dear, departed mother. She's mentioned again later, later on. Later on, yeah. But it all seems to be, like, lovingly, so yeah. I don't get that it's a bad... She must be dead, is yeah. what it yeah. is. Well, oh, no, because that's when he's like, he's like, you were playing in the street, and then the bullets, oh, right. and the bombs, and the, bombs, and the, and the terrorists. terrorists. Yeah. And that's that's Lawrence Olivier's uh, emphasis. Yeah. Terrorists. The bombs. Yeah, he's like the bullets, the bombs, the terrorists, and he's like crying into his wine. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. bummer. And like again, weirdly heavy for this movie. It is. Well, that's the thing about every single scene Lawrence Olivier has it's is the like most ten. Yeah. Is like ten yeah, steps true. above regular drama. It's all like almost overkill. He was probably like. Can I get something to do in this? Yeah, it, it felt like a lot of overcompensating. Like, he just wanted to step everything up. Yeah. And it just, it doesn't work, no. I don't feel like. It makes the film feel weirdly, like, wonky and yeah. wobbly. What it does do, and maybe this was intentional, is it makes him feel like the the, the kind of loose cannon in all this. Yeah. Mm. Which he is, sort of. Sure. Um. So it kind of gives that impression, and maybe that was intentional. Uh, yeah. Because everybody else around him is staying at a middle level. Everybody's staying really balanced and really, like, even-toned. Yeah. And even-keeled. Like, as we're about to see, like, like, everybody else in the movie, even when they receive bad news, is like, fuck it, let's rock and roll, you Right, know? he's constantly on the verge of spinning out. Yeah. He seems, like, he seems from the get-go in the movie, like, about to have, like, a major freak-out about his son not following tradition. Yeah. yeah. Like, from the get-go. And, I mean, like, they do, they, they lay that ground well, because he says, like, I've been sneaking out to play these right. gigs and write these songs, and that's how we're making money and whatever. Yeah, he seems like he's just waiting for the opportunity to, like, make a thing out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of funny now, thinking about it, thinking back about it, because, like, Neil Diamond wants to, to, you know, tell his dad, like, I want to go out to the West Coast, so he's got to, like, wait for the old man to be in a in a good mood to right. give him this, because he's not going to like this news. So for his dad to be like, oh, your, your dearly departed mother, and then, like, talking about, like, all this trauma 
he's like, come on, Dad. Tonight's supposed to be happy. It's a celebration. And he starts singing Hava Nagila. Yeah. This well, is when he really rubs some stank on it. Oh, he does. Yeah. And But so this is where I noticed that Rivka, I was like, she's like unreadable. She has a very strange look on her face during this when they're yeah. all dancing around him. It looked like she was on the verge of like tears. And right. I couldn't figure out, because like there's no way she, unless they had cut a scene or something, like she doesn't know that, right? Like she doesn't know he wants to go to the West Coast or that he's planning on it, right? She knows he wants to because he's talked to her about it, but she doesn't know that he got that call. No, she doesn't know that he got the call. So um, it's, it's very—it's just very strange, yeah, because there's a lot of time spent focusing on her, and she has this, like, inscrutable the, look the on her look face. The look she has on her face looks like he was, like, she caught him cheating or something. Yeah, or something. It looks like she is just burning a hole through him and not in a good way. Yes. And everybody else is like really upbeat around her. They're fucking her. singing Havana Gila. They're right. having Everybody's a great, having time. great time. And she is just in another world dancing. Yeah, it's, it's very strange. Very weird. The only thing I could I can kind of gather from it is maybe he's been growing distant from her for a while and she's kind of just... Oh, maybe the like, hey, your dad's asleep. Like, let's... let's right. Uh, you know. And she's trying and he's not having it. Yeah. Because... You kind of get that impression. She's not very present in his life. Yeah, no. So I don't think she was mentioned... at the synagogue with him when he got the call. She was. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know that he told her then. I don't remember him telling her. Yeah, no. He like left the room. Um, got the, the call. rabbi. The rabbi, I think it was, was like, "You have a phone call." Right. The man sounds. Uh, I said something not upset, but like something like that. Yeah, I just got the impression it was a racist thing. Yeah. He got, he got nervous because there was a black man calling. Oh, maybe. Because once he gets on the phone, he's like, it's okay, it's okay, because the rabbi is looking at him like, Yeah, upset. he's like, what, what's, what's going on? Right. Rabbi's like, it's fine, rabbi. He's like, hey, Bubba. Right, yeah. Bubba's like, hey, Chuck, it's your cousin, Marvin. Marvin Barry? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like that phone call. Yeah. You gotta get out to the West Coast. I got a new thing for you. It's called rock and roll. <laughs> Sounds good. It's me, Neil Diamond, playing Chuck Barry. Oh, my God. Chuck Barry. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't get the impression that she knew. I th- she might have had a, a hint. Yeah. She knew something was going on. I guess maybe... But it maybe was a very weird shot. It, it might even be weird that, like, he ran off to take the call. Yeah. And then didn't, didn't tell her what it was. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. She does make a point later on where she won- She says she wonders how much he doesn't tell her. Yeah. So I think she gets she gets this feeling that maybe he cheats. Maybe that's what that scene was trying to show us, that, like, he's distant. See, I read it as, like, he's distracted because this thing just came up. Right. But maybe it's that, like, they've been growing distant for a while. Like you said, that's a good point. Yeah. So, yeah. behind what the I- scenes thing that might explain some of this was that Richard Fleischer replaced Sidney Fury as director. Really? Yeah. He came into this project having, they had already shot some footage. Right. And uh, apparently Catelyn Adams had no idea if her character was married to Jess or not because of several rewrites yeah, they. I, I don't think they specifically mentioned that. that she's his wife. Like, they don't say my wife or his wife or I'm his wife. They or do only until once. later, right? No, once when he's leaving the synagogue to go with Bubba. Yeah, his father stops him, and he's like, "I have Was to this go." When they're going to the club the first night. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He said, "I have to go take um, Rivka to the library." I think is what he says. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he says something about them being married or something mm-hmm. about him doing something for his wife. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I, I think I do remember that. I missed that. It's real quick. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I mean, like. Because, yeah, I caught it. Uh, once he's in 
California, he says something like, oh, who's Rivka? Somebody asked him who's Rivka is, and he's like, that's my wife. And I was like, oh, okay, they're married, not just in a relationship. Right. But yeah, so I mean, like, uh, that might partially explain some of, like, her weird reactions and stuff. Yeah. You know, depending on what iteration of the script these were shot during, she doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Fair. <laughs> In terms of, like, like what her relationship is to Jess, what her feelings are to Jess, etc., etc. Like, yeah, fair. I, I just I just thought it was an odd shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, I wasn't totally. sure what it, conveyed, what it was trying to convey. And it just made right. me, like, you know, and, like, yeah, but if she doesn't know what she's supposed to be projecting, yeah. it's hard to project. I mean, it's it's one of those things where there's a lot of stuff that goes into making a movie, and so it's hard to pinpoint exactly what fell down. Yeah, yeah. You know? So but what, yeah. he then, he, he tells his dad he wants to go to California. Yeah, and his dad doesn't want him to go, but kind of accepts it, and they do the Havana Gila sequence, and yeah. then he goes out to California. He goes out to California. Yeah. To Easy do, peasy. To do Love on the Rocks. But before we do that, we have uh, our first shot of Lucy Arnaz at the airport. So I would like to throw in a couple of Lucy Arnaz fun facts. Yeah. Okay, so Lucy Arnaz fun fact, she was hired without ever doing a screen test. Yes. Second fun fact about Lucy Arnaz, she replaced the original actress who was supposed to play Molly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who well, was Deborah Raffin? E Ra- something like that. Rav- yeah, Deborah Raffin. Raffin, okay. Um, now, Deborah Raffin, uh, she's not in anything I've ever heard of, but... She won a Razzie Award for oh. Worst Actress a year after in Touched by Love. Mm. Now, our good friend Neil Diamond won a Razzie Award for The Jazz Singer. Wow, really? Yes, he did. He didn't accept it, but mm-hmm. he won it. Yeah. I don't think anybody um, accepted it until Halle Berry um, for, Cat for Catwoman. Yeah, she came. Right. That's a good... She came. I believe yeah. she was smashed. And she gave, oh. she gave a real... It was short, but it was very like... I don't fucking know what this movie is either. Thanks for the award, guys. And, like, leaves, and it was awesome. Yeah, it, for her. It's yeah. like the only. It's the only thing that makes the Razzie. The Razzies could be good, but they come off as mean trolling. Yeah, they come off as too mean. It's. It feels like trolling. It is. It's. It's very. It's very. It's. It's elitist, and it's mm. like your movie's bad. Like if everybody just goes like if if they redefined it to be like this movie bombed, and therefore it's you know only the movies that do the worst in film in theaters are eligible for Razzies. Like then, but if it's just like we arbitrarily decide this movie is bad or whatever, it just yeah it feels mean. Yeah. But that one thing of Halle Berry being like. I don't fucking know. That production was a mess. Thanks for the award, guys. And then, like, mic drop. It's, yeah. It kind of makes it all worth their existence. Yeah. But they should have they stopped them, because no one's going to... That's never going to well, happen again. Well, the reason why I think it's important to mention that is, like, just imagine if Lucy Arnaz was not in this movie, because it would be a very different movie. Well, so the whole thing of why they cast Lucy Arnaz was that she, at the time, was doing a Broadway production... I forget of what. But so they had changed the role that she was going to have to sing. And uh, the actress that they had cast couldn't sing. So they needed to recast her. And that's when they did Lucy Arnaz. Because she was already doing stuff on Broadway. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. I don't think she actually really sings. She doesn't though. sing in this movie. But I think she might. She might do a duet-ish thing. Like with she might him. come in at the end of a song once. Yeah, but like. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like a duet. Yeah. It feels like she's just singing yeah. along with him. Yeah, it it's... doesn't. Yeah, no, it's nothing. He does more of a duet with the bartender in Texas. Yes, <laughs> right. He sure does. Oh yeah, it's good too. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
We meet Lucy Arnaz, who yeah. I'm, I will be honest with you, I'm not entirely sure what her job is. I know that she works for this so, musician or yeah, the record she's, company. She's working um, as like a, you know, whatever, an attache or whatever for this musician. I actually forgot to write down his oh. name. Arnaz was, uh, sorry, Arnaz was appearing on... or whatever. No, no, it's not Zany, it's not Zany Gray. Oh, it's, oh, Keith. Oh, wait, sorry, Keith Lennox? Lennox. We're talking about Keith him? Lennox, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's working for him, and uh, she's the one who's sent to the airport to pick up Jess. Right. Pick up uh, Neil Diamond. And um, they kind of flirt. It's funny well, because she knows. So they do a whole bit where she's holding his name on the side yeah. and stuff like that. And like anybody who looks like very Jewish, she's kind of like scanning really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And then well, he's and like, like, hey, a bunch it's of me. Religious... I'm Jess Rubin. Like yeah. at some point a priest walks by and she kind of scans him too. Like yeah. she doesn't know what she's looking for. She just knows that he is. The Jewish songwriter from New York. Right. Yeah. But she also, I think she, I mean, she does know that he is a, um, a cantor. Yeah. yeah, but she doesn't really know how to address a cantor. She's as ignorant as we are. Yeah, yeah she doesn't yeah. know how to address him. She doesn't know anything about it. Well, she... I'm assuming but that yeah. the you know that the four brothers, the the singer guys, they were like, oh, he's our Jewish friend. He's our songwriter. You know, he'll he'll show you how to do this song. You know, like whatever. Right. And so he's a cantor. You know, and she's probably like, okay. Yeah. And so yeah, that's what he's like. Oh, I'm, he's like I'm just Robin. And she's like, oh, I I was looking for somebody a lot more religious religious looking. looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, that's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, oh, hey, flirt. They're, they're flirting immediately. <laughs> they are, immediately. Yeah. And honestly, it's pretty. Pre- it felt pre- pretty realistic chemistry. It did, yeah. yeah. Like, they both played it very natural. It they seemed, play very yeah. well off of each other, which yeah. is why I think yeah. Rivka feels so strange. Yeah. Because yeah. they do a lot of just, like, looking a little too long, standing a little yeah. too close, where it's it's subtle, but it's very there. They also look like a couple. Yeah. Like, they just pair together well yeah. like they just look like they should be together mm-hmm. yeah absolutely it's very well casted that way yeah he walks outside the uh, airport and he straight up is like are you okay yes he straight up is like that's a palm tree wait no no she doesn't he say, looks at he it he doesn't say anything he looks oh, at he it and she goes it? that's a palm tree yeah, that's what he's just staring yeah. at this palm tree. You yeah. uneducated swine. Yeah, that's a no. palm tree. No, I know. It's such a weird yeah. shot, too. It is. It's yeah. so strange. It's framed weird. Yeah. Like, it's kind of it's... too low so they can get the palm tree in the shot. It's very low and from almost almost behind. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the whole thing is just re-affirming uh, how weird she's treating him because she does that whole thing of, like, I don't know what I call you and all that. Like, yeah, or, like do I call well, you cantor yeah. or father? It almost or... felt yeah. like from the gate she was so unbelievably and uncontrollably attracted to him that she couldn't she's seem flustered. to, like, she could never seem to, like, um, get her bearings again. Yeah. Like, she was mm-hmm. just constantly, like, falling over herself. That ever happened to you? Not yet. I mean, I never met Neil Diamond. Uh, Come on, so. baby, I'm right here. Hello, hello, Tina. Hello. I can't take you anywhere. Let's go to Five Below. No, I can't take you to Five Below. <laughs> I can't take you there. I was like, what was it's the a cheap date? What was the song he does with the girl's name in it? It's Hey Louise. Yeah, Hey yeah. Louise. Sup, Tina. But yeah, that's right. Sup, Tina. It's from his new album. Let's go and He duets with Marky Mark. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. It's the secret track. Steal my panties. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. I got got types. I got types, man. Yeah, and that's a weird... Listen, I I will tell you, I didn't know at all 
until I watched this movie that Neil Diamond had any sex appeal. But yeah. then suddenly... Yeah, the, uh, another peek behind the curtain Hello, here. hello. He turns it on. And you're just like, you know what? I'm not saying you couldn't get it. Yeah, he's... I mean, like, he's not a bad-looking guy. His hair is weird, though. His hair is real weird. It is the exact shape... But it shape. just makes you want to, like, muss it up. I, get, he, I think he would hate that so much. But uh, it's fun. Yeah, but I think then he's... he's I mean, also... He's going to be like, we're going to take a rain check. Oh, no, he's got it's... a case, case of the droopies. <laughs> it's also the 70s bleeding into the 80s, so you have a lot of uh, side. There's, like, a lot of on. Aquanet in there, I'm sure. Oh, yes. Oh, His hair is yeah. the exact same shape as Darth Vader's helmet. And color. Moral of the story is, he really turns on the sex appeal once Molly comes in the picture. Yeah. Oh, he can't help it. No. They're, they're very they're just very attracted to each other. Um, he sees his first palm tree and he's like, well, now I've really, whatever, been to California. And she's like, oh no. And then she calls over a limousine. Oh, it's she's a like, town now. car. Not a yeah. town car. But yeah. yeah, she's like, now you've been in California. Yeah. And then they drive to the record you know, studio. The, yeah. Yeah, the record yeah. Recording studio. And yeah. this fucking dude, co- <laughs> uh, Keith Lennox, is that it? Keith Lennox? <laughs> Did you just call him Cock Lennox? Because it's not wrong. I was going to call him. <laughs> Carl or something like that. But, uh, that's I believe the, it's Keith. That's the character name, Keith, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Keith Lennox. Uh, it's played by, oh God, I just had it, Paul Nicholas. Never, Never heard, of heard of him. But he is insufferable. And that's not like a complaint against Paul Nicholas, like the character is supposed to be. Oh, yeah, in, but he's only, in, he, for the very short period of time he is in it, he is awful. Yeah, he's awful. obnoxious. So um, they're playing arguably the fucking slowest... The slowest song on the soundtrack yeah. as, like, a Billy Idol tune. Yeah. Like a foot stomper. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's uh, it's in, Love on the Rocks, a which is a song fresh. everybody probably knows. Yeah, if not, also, look it up. Played, it's great. He played great a little song. bit after uh, after he was teaching the kid the, the tour. Yeah, I didn't say it was the first yeah. time it was in the movie. I'm no, just saying that's the I'm song saying, he's yeah. playing. It's Love on the Rocks. It's one of the slow. It's a ballad. Yeah. And he's playing it as this, like, four, four time, like, four on the floor, stompy fucking... And it's terrible. Yeah, it's... And he's like, oh, he has a bad day. And I'm like, I know that song, and I couldn't pick out any of the lyrics. Yeah, no, it was really bad. It's really bad. It doesn't sound good. Like, okay, I made a uh, Walk Hard joke earlier, but, like, when they're all on cocaine in Walk Hard, and they're yeah. playing Walk Hard, like, super fast and punk, it still sounds good. It sounds like a song. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is just, like, noise. It's just, like, awful. Yeah, he had some kind of weird Billy Idol meets Johnny Rotten yeah. look to him, but, like... And they're like, yeah, you're playing it too fast, and, and the record producer's like, you know, that tempo's what made him a millionaire, or whatever, and I'm like, I know what he meant, As but... As he ashes yeah. his cigar. But, yeah, but it's like, I know what he meant, but also it sounds like... It sounds like he invented 4-4 four, four time. <laughs> Before this, songs were either always slower or always faster. This is the money beats right here. It's I mean, terrible. It, it is the money beats. I guess. But, oh. Well, 4-4 time is like the most popular time, isn't oh, yeah. it? Yeah, it's the most, the common. most commonly used. Yeah. So if he invented it, he would be. There's a waltz in here. Yeah. That's 3-4. Mm. Boom. Da, da, boom. Da, 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 da. That's, that's a waltz. Yes, What's I know waltz? what waltz is. <laughs> What's the waltz? It's one of the uh, Jewish prayers is in 3-4 uh, time. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's probably not a waltz, but it's technically a waltz. It's waltz time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not a musician. Or maybe it wasn't a prayer, but it was one of the traditional songs. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. He, this, this guy's being really obnoxious and yelling and screaming and everybody barking orders about how it's not right. It's not fast enough. They want him to kick it up. This and that. Jess walks in and introduces himself to Keith Lennox. 
yeah. throwing a tantrum. Who could not give a shit. Doesn't give a shit about him. And he says that, He's very you know, meek. And he's oh, like, yeah. They have a lot of him smoking petulantly in the background. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he says that he he's the one who wrote the song. He's the songwriter. I think that it's better done as a ballad. Would you let me play it for you? Yeah, he's, he's like, like the, yeah, he's like the slower, care. you know, slower tempo. We'll let the phrasing come out and then we'll be able to understand the lyrics and whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care. Play it. So he plays it and he like... Everybody is just blown away it's by good. how he plays it. Molly, particularly, oh, she, yeah. like, wets herself. And then the one guy who's, like, chewing gum like a cow in the background yeah, forgot he was being recorded. There is a very funny guy in the background, like, weirdly chewing gum, like, too big. It's it all, is. It's just like, nom, nom, yeah, nom, he's nom, like, nom. He's got to be making noises. Like, it's just, his <laughs> mouth is just so open and agape. And, like, <laughs> I guess he was supposed to be in shock watching it. Like, I guess. It was really strange. This is my it shocking like, gum. It looked like he forgot somebody was taping him. It, yeah. It just felt like he didn't know he was in the scene. Yeah, once I saw it, like, once you pointed out, I could not stop looking at him because he's just, like hard chewing this gum through the whole like the whole performance. Well, and he's at a weird angle the way that the camera has him there the people in the background are almost like tilted yeah it's a weird uh, forced it's, perspective it's cut thing weird so like there's a couple shots like that in this where there's like a weird uh matte like thing where, where they want the foreground and the background to be in focus yeah um which is fine it, it mostly looks fine it's just weird and i don't get why well it's not it's not the way your eye normally sees things. Yeah, it's no. not natural to the eye, so it stands out. Yeah. The problem is, in this movie, doesn't stand out for any particular reason. Yeah, no. The things that they insist on being in focus have no importance to this movie whatsoever. Yeah, we don't need a shot of them enjoying his performance uh, you know, of the song. Well, because and they could immediately go in after and out that, of focus. It right. would be fine. Because after that, they're all talking about how great the song was, except for Keith Lennox, yeah. who's yeah. like, all right, let's Greg, get the fuck out of here. Right. Whatever. Honestly, Hit if, the you, bricks if you wanted to do tension, you just watch him the whole time doing it, and then you wait until after to see everybody's reaction. Yeah. Because that's... Yeah. As an audience, you're like, well, what does anybody else think? And you don't get to know until he's done. You know? Well, most of that scene was cuts of were cuts of people watching him. Yeah. yeah. It was very... That weird drummer. It was very heavy on everybody else. Yeah. And not so much on him. Yeah. Which is a strange artistic choice. Yeah. I don't really know what they were going for there. I do think that you, you're right. It would have been more tension building if well, you were just watching him like wondering what well, everybody was thinking and yeah. especially because you have keith in the background obviously not giving a fuck at right. all yeah he's just and like writing stuff down and smoking a cigarette and yeah he doesn't even look at him until the end right and if that's all you see you're kind of going like oh maybe this isn't going well right and then yeah if you see everybody else looking like dumbstruck yeah then that's a like, bit oh they really rough. liked it and then yeah. keith can be like that's great i don't care get out you're fired and take yeah. those yeah. take the four brothers with you yeah. Which is what happens. Yeah. yeah. And then they're all outside standing by the car and just kind of like, shit. And, you know, and, and, and Neil Diamond's like, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I thought I could help. And, you know. And then uh, Molly comes out and she's like, so, I loved your song. And so did, you know, the producer. Like, everybody really loved it. She's like, and I told Keith, like, that he's an idiot for, for firing you. That that's the way that song should be played. And he's like... Oh, what did he say? She's like, he said you're fired. Get out. <laughs> it's like a real good delivery. Yeah, yeah, it is. And she's like, but I got a tape of it for you. That's for you. Um, and they're like, so now, you know, now what do she we do? She doesn't give him the tape at that point, though. Oh, I thought that was then. No. She doesn't give it to him until much later. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm, yeah. I that was then for some reason. No, because she has to have it to give it to uh, the producer guy. Yeah. Later. But yeah. 
well, Eddie. I, she gives it to Eddie him before Geist. that. Though. Yeah, she gives it to him yeah. before that. I thought it was. She this does. Time. So it's Eddie right Gibbs. after the party uh-huh. when he goes outside. Oh, on the beach. Yeah. 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 They're right. Anyway, so they but they're yeah, like, well, but, you know, like this is how we celebrate getting fired. Let's go have a party. Like yeah. they all go have this great looking party. It is. Everybody looks like they're having the most fun. It looks like a really fun party that never gets out of hand. Right, but it looks it like gets the little, ideal party, though. It gets cringy, though. It is, and it's a weird kind of cringy. It's a very, it's they're singing a song. The song is a weird choice. The song itself is not actively offensive. It's not. No, it's, it's not. not. No. It's just a weird choice. It's for a the, very for weird the, choice. We're not playing to the room here. Yeah. Um, it's mostly black men in the room. Yeah, it's it's the it's the four brothers. You know, all black musicians. The only white people there are um Neil Diamond, Jess, and yeah. Molly. Yeah, and they're playing um. Is it called For the Robert E. Lee? On. On the Robert E. Lee. On the Robert E. Lee. Yeah, yeah. Which. It's about a boat. It's about a boat. But, but it is like, a boat named after Robert E. Lee. Right. It, that's a strange. And they're like singing. And it's so upbeat and joyous. And it everybody's is. I mean, having such a great time. And yeah. it just seems out of place. Yeah. It seems like you could have picked any other of weird any song. any song. You yeah. could have picked. That's the one you went with? You could even pick other boat songs. It was such a weird choice. We don't even need a boat song. Just that not, doesn't not the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Wreck that of the one. Edmund Fitzgerald. That one's kind of a bummer. That's a better song though. But it's I kind mean, of a bummer. it doesn't even need. It's to... kind of a bummer. It's not as much of a bummer as being like, "Hey, Robert E. Lee." Well, the thing is, that to, song has... to get you your... do get to talk about the Lake Kitchigumi. I mean, sure. That's fun to say. Yeah, but you could just sing "One-Eyed, One-Eared, Flying Purple Beetle Eater." That's also fun to say. <sighs> See, here's the thing: that song has no bearing on this movie. It oh, means nothing. On the Robert E. Lee, no. It's just like, it's a song that it's we're playing throwaway. at this party. Yeah. And they so could have picked it's anything. It's a song that we're putting on the soundtrack. Yeah. Right, they could have yeah. picked anything. They could have been singing any single song, because it didn't matter. The point was like, they were having a good time. Yeah, yeah. It could have been any upbeat, temp- up-tempo right. party song where somebody can play a fucking banjo. Right, but Call we, Steve Martin, he but, knows a bunch. But we chose this <laughs> Robert E. Lee song. Yeah, which I was just like, are they singing about Robert E. Lee? It took me a second, and I was like, oh, I kind of know this song. Right. It's an odd one. It's a very odd one. It's a very strange. There's a lot of things in this that I feel like are just um, tone deaf. Yeah, the, I mean the whole produ- like I said the whole production feels wonky. Right, but that feels But that's very tone yeah. Well, other <laughs> traditional so songs. Many songs they could have sang. Yeah. If they were just jamming out to Havana Gila, like Havana Gila is a good song. Oh yeah. Cuz it does that thing where it gets faster every time it repeats, yeah. Yeah. which is really fun. And it's like right in Neil Diamond's wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. He loves things that repeat and get faster. Oh yeah. my god, that's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's very true. I know. And like, can you imagine how good, like, I love weird instruments, like weird instrumentation. Mm. Can you imagine how fun a version of Hava Nagila with a fucking banjo in it is? Oh, that'd and be like, And like awesome. ragtime piano, like somebody <laughs> yeah. just pounding away at the piano and like, Again, call Steve Martin. He has probably done it. Yeah, I'm sure. He's got multiple albums of banjo music and he's really yeah. good at it. He's like stupidly good on the banjo. It's true. But yeah, I mean, like, it is the party song. It is for celebration. But of it's... all the songs, we're not going to yeah. make that the party song? Like, that just seems. I don't know. Havana Gila, it is like almost impossible and it should be a crime to not clap if people are right. performing. Right. How, yeah. how do you not? Yeah, clap or link up. 
Like, yeah. those are your it's options. It's so good. Yeah. It's just a great song. <laughs> well, and it's relatively easy to keep a beat to. Yeah. Like, everybody, yeah. even grandma's not losing the beat. It's fine. Yeah, no. Just having this whole party jam out to half a tequila. Although, and also, that apartment is way too cramped to have a good circle going. Oh, the going. circle dance? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're not doing that there. No, but, like, they you could had, just... You had one guy jump on the couch and stuff. Yeah, cause... they were just rocking out on the couch. Yeah. I actually really like that. Um, I don't know which of the band is on the couch, but, like, he's, like, dancing kind of... Oh, he of, almost falls? And he does, I, like, a I, kick I, and then loses his balance, <laughs> and one of the other guys grabs his foot and steadies him, and yeah. the other guy grabs his arm, and I was just like, I like that they kept that in, and it's right. super duper real, and, it is, like, and it's funny. kind of almost fell right over the couch. Felt very real. Yeah. So yeah. Many, this is, like, ideal party for me. Right, yeah. Like... Even... It felt like it felt like a party I wanted to be at. Yeah. yeah. Also, it doesn't help that everybody's like, lit but not wasted. I still think it's really music. funny that this like 1980 apartment oh, it's is very, so it's very it's hot so, right now. So popular. It is everybody's like fancy Instagram apartment. Yeah. That's what it is. It's like the apartment that you see pictures of hipsters in. Yes, that's it's, what it it's, is. It's like bare floors, white walls. There's some exposed brick. Yeah. Well, but no, it wasn't, like, it's not, it's painted brick, but oh, still. It? Yeah. Because yeah. it's all white, but like, yeah, all you're the walls still getting are white, that where it's very. But it's very... like, got key pieces of art, like focal pieces. Yeah. Not, not crowded. A couple of plants, not too many. Beachfront. Yeah. yeah. The uh, couch might be a little outdated with the. Right, but it like had the design, roll-up shades. Yeah. It had the little like succulents. It was like. Yeah. It was totally. Yeah, all it needed was some avocado toast and a couple of filters. Yeah. I mean, really. But anyway, so they have this great party. Um, Neil Diamond sort of sees himself out of the party to yeah, go. He, he starts to get wistful. Yeah, to go out towards the water, I guess, because at this point he's feeling bad about the fact that he's come all the way out here and basically got... shot his shot and lost. Yeah, and got them fired. And he's like, oh, I'm kind of glad they're having a good time, but like, I feel like shit and I'm going to have to go home yeah. and I missed my chance. Right. So he goes outside and Molly. It's, really, it's a really point, nice shot when it he is, walks out really of the party. Beautiful. It's like yeah. a really, really well-composed shot. Well, There's nice color and, and stuff And when they in pull it. it back real wide, he, oh, he goes out the door, and Molly like goes the patio. other direction, Yeah, which is a nice sort of... Uh, uh, it, it kind of frames the scene nicely, because they're going in the opposite directions of your frame. Oh, you're looking for uh, the word. It's um, oblandique. That's not the word I was looking for, but like, thank you. That's not a word. Uh, anyway. Oblandique. Oblanda. That goes on. Ah! La 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 goes on. on. Thanks, guys. Obla <laughs> dee, obla da, life goes on. So, anyway. La 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 la, life goes on. They Hello. Go, they go opposite directions to the frame, which is a really interesting cut. And then they, when he's outside, you get a cut of the outside of the house. Oblandique. I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, what word did I make up? That's so dumb. Um, they get a really nice scene of the house, and they're pulling back. And when they're pulling back, it kind of gets to the point where you're probably looking at wherever Molly is in the, in the house. Yeah, yeah. And then they cut to him, to his back, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then she comes out. Yeah. Uh, to check on him, I guess. And that's when they have a conversation where she hands yeah. him the tape. Yeah, yeah he I says, took my shot and I failed. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. have to go home. And I was only going to be here for two weeks anyway. And, you know, whatever. And she's like, well, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I, you're I, too good I, to I got go a tape home. Before I have he a tape, left, yeah. yeah. Um, they kind of decide that she's gonna help him see if he can get his music out there. Yeah. Um, he asks, he basically tells Molly he wants her to be his handler. Right, his yeah. manager. And she's good at it. Yeah, first thing that she does is she gets into this guy's car 
with her hand, yeah, her her right hand in her pocket of her coat. Yeah, uh, his name is Eddie Gibbs. Right. And yeah. They were like stalking him out. Yeah, and he's like a manager, producer, somebody for you know bigger acts and what have you. The the main act that we are focused on for basically the rest of this movie is. What is it? Zany Gray? Gray? Something like that. Zany Gray, Wavy Gravy, Hazy yeah. Jay Z, Baby Gravy. Isn't he like Baby Gravy. a magician or something? Or a magician he's... clown. He's not actually a musician. I th- they said that he was something else. No, no, it was musician, but it's just the accent. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Well, that explains the showgirls. Yeah. Yeah. No, he is definitely. He's like a like I I yeah. I assumed you never see this character. They talk no. about him a lot. A you lot. never see him, and you see his marquee, his name on the marquee, yeah. like at least two times in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Never see him. He never has a scene. He's constantly referenced. You never actually see him. But yeah, I guess he's like a, a yeah magician or something, or maybe a comedian. Oh, maybe he was a comedian. Or maybe like a big vaudeville type act or something. Because yeah, yeah there's showgirls backstage at one yeah, point, so which would make sense for a magician yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but point is, like you know, so uh, Eddie Gibbs books uh, Zany Gray, um, and so Molly gets into his car and kind of looks like she's carjacking. She him. is robbing him. Like that's what yeah. for for yeah, two thirds of this scene, yeah. she's like she's got the finger gun in the pocket. Yeah, like. she's like, just be cool, everybody, be cool. This is a robbery. Yeah. Any of you fucking pigs move, and I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you. She tells him to turn on the radio higher. She like, turn it up louder. He's like, yeah. you can take all my credit cards. I don't give a shit. Just take them. And she's like, turn the radio up louder. And then she pulls out a tape, puts it in, and we hear the song again. Love on the Rocks. Love on the Rocks. Ain't no big surprise. Um, And it's clear that he likes it. Yeah. yeah. She's um, she's like, he's good, right? And he's like, yeah, I yeah, like, I like it. him. Who is he? Yeah. And she says, Zavy Goovy's new opening act. And, and he's like, what? No, I can't just book somebody off a tape. I got to see him live. And, and then she's he like, just well, kicks her out of the yeah, car. he's like, get out of the car. And I said she should have pretended she had a gun in her other pocket. But like, no, this <laughs> one's got the gun in it. <laughs> yeah, she... Could have cut 20 minutes off this runtime. Yeah, she gets cut... She gets kicked out of the car. She was doing so well. She was. She, she's another move. one who shot her shot. And yeah. Did it too soon. It's a ballsy move. It is. I really liked it. I was like, this is nuts. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, but so now she's going to try and find a way to get him yeah. to see him live. And in the interim, she's trying to get him to like stay around and stuff like that. Yeah, Still. so his, his two weeks are up. Yeah. Like, there, there's like a little time jump and she's been working on it, but nothing's come of it yet. His two weeks are up. Yeah, Kinda. they're hanging out in his apartment, and she's waiting to hear from Bubba, I think, about a, a gig. Bubba, like, might have a lead, but it's yeah. up in the air. And... He's playing Hello again, again. Oh, boy, again. <laughs> yeah. So they much. have a real romantic moment when they play this yeah. Hello. Yeah. I think it's the first time it's played in the movie. Yeah, I think it's the first time you hear Hello in the movie. Um, He plays yeah. it for her, and then... Because she's like, oh, we should play some music. Let's play one of yours, and she starts playing something... But it's too up-tempo, and he's like, no, no, I want something slower, more depressing for tonight. Right. And then he starts strumming away at Hello, which is, it's a romantic song. Yeah. Yeah. It's Hello again, my friend. You know, it's that, and it's like, it's like, ah, here you are, and all I need is to, you know, see you again so I can hear you say hello. Like, that's what that song is. And he's playing it, like, standing there strumming his guitar, like, looking at her, and I'm just like... Well, meanwhile, Whoops, y'all, y'all picked a real romantic song for this fucking, you know. Well, and she's sitting in the piano chair, and he's got his foot on the piano chair. Oh, yeah. With the guitar in his lap. He's basically presenting to her. He's just, like, open-legged oh, yeah. <laughs> in front of her face playing this song, and she is feeling every minute of it. 
And then he's like, you know what? Like, I I tried. I've been here almost two weeks. Uh, you know, I gotta go back home. And he starts fucking packing that guitar up. Yeah. Right. And um, she does the, I know how to get you to stay. Right. So she's, like, trying to get him to stay. She's, she tries to be encouraging. It doesn't work. So she goes, well... How about this? I I give you my body. And he just keeps. And he's packing. And he doesn't she even. Goes, he doesn't even stop. He doesn't nope, slow down. Nope, he doesn't just keeps look packing, at her. Packing doesn't say anything. And she goes, "Hello, hello again." Yeah, <laughs> she does. killed me. She she totally just oh. laid into that one. <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> and she's like, "I just offered you my body," and he said, "I heard." He's like, "I heard." Doesn't look up. No, doesn't look up. I heard. I heard. And so she goes, would you prefer a pizza? And then he looks up he all bright-eyed. Yeah. He accepted the pizza. Yup. You know what, though? Musicians, man. A lot of those fuckers are hungry. It's true. Right, but- The Dead Boys have a great song called I Need Lunch. Yeah. She offered him something to eat before the pizza, y'all. You don't understand. <laughs> yeah, but while it is delicious, it is not filling. <laughs> Nor should it be. Well, actually, you live your life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to fill up on it. I'm not... Okay, just to be clear, I'm cutting this out, but just to be clear, I'm not talking about Dahmer or anything, all right? You're leaving that in. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, if you fill up on it, you're going to slow down for the finale. It's not... You'd be all sluggish, you'd have the itis and shit, you got to pass out. It's not doing anybody any good. <laughs> See that face you're making there's at so me? There's so much... There's so much, my mind is spinning. I know, but the face you're making at me is the same face I make at you all the time. I know, it's true, because now I'm just like, boy, there's so many possibilities. <laughs> Are we still talking about Dahmer? Oh, we were never talking about Dahmer. Good. So, pizza. <laughs> Brian Bushytail. She, yeah, she says, so you want to get pizza? And he looks up and he's, you know, he's like, ooh, pizza. Um, he doesn't actually say anything. But no, 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 he just looks but up like. the face looks like that. With yeah, his eyes. Yeah. yeah. It's, he it's, tells her with his body. Right, yeah. it was yeah. the look she wanted when he said, you can have my the body. body, right. Yeah. And you and I, all three of us were like, is that a euphemism? Hard cut to a guy totally fisting pizza dough in the air. Yeah. It... And I was like, that's some solid filmmaking right there. <laughs> it was a solid euphemism. <laughs> really? And also, so, forever also... after, during this film, anytime anybody talked about pizza, I was like, still not sure what we're talking about. Before, right. Before they go out, though, sex. they get that call from Bubba that they got that gig. Yeah, yeah they do get the call that they got the where where Neil Diamond makes one of my favorite like dad jokes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because she's like, you know, I have to ask the canter if he's available, and he's like, well, I am playing the Hollywood Bowl, but they'll move it. And then he has this moment where she doesn't say anything. And she's just staring at him. And he's like, yes, tell him yes. Like, yeah, tell him yes. It's cute. It's it a is. cute moment. It felt real and yeah. it also it felt it's... age appropriate because he's yeah. like 40 yeah it's a very grown it's not a bad joke it's no. a fine joke but like his delivery is so like what that yeah it's just like gr you're just like oh come it on just feels like somebody's likable dad we're yeah. just like it's grown worthy but cute it's just like oh dad the little diamonds the young diamonds baby those diamonds. are never the jokes i make i always just get the groans yeah well not all the time what the hell did you say the other night and i was dying oh we were, Unaccompanied we were, minors. We were watching Riverdale, and um, uh, Harvey wandered away from the when the the shift changed the mine, and he was leaving with his dad and everybody, and he wandered over to Shaft Thirteen to like investigate Sabrina? the whisp. What yeah. did I say? Riverdale. Oh, Riverdale. Yeah, yeah no, Sabrina. No. Uh -huh. And he like he's he's like whispering, Harvey, help us, let us out, like yeah. you know. And Allison goes, "Ooh, he's an unaccompanied minor," and I fucking <laughs> died. Yeah. Because his dad good. comes over and goes, you're supposed to stay with the group. What are that's you doing over good. here? I you don't died. know your way around. And I'm God, like, that's good. I like barked laughter. <laughs> like sitting here. Like, <laughs> like, it 
was really goddamn good. But anyway, it's a cute yeah. little moment that they have. Yeah, it like... is. It, it goes over like a fucking lead balloon. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, tell him yes. I obviously want the right. good police. Thank you. Because she's just standing there looking at him holding the phone. Yeah, she's like, like, of course he's not playing the Hollywood Bowl. Like, stop. She's like, listen, Neil, my parents are Lucy and Desi. Like, you gotta be funnier than that. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. mother is Lucille Ball. You gotta step up the comedy game, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> or stick to music, maybe. <laughs> She, like, she's very, very pretty. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, is, like, her contrast to Rivka, it's like, man, she's the clear winner here. Like. Sure. Not even just in, in looks. In looks no, but she has personality. She has she's personality. Got, she's fun. She's, she's funny. She has sex appeal. Yeah, but also. She's as, not, like, sexy. I don't think she's a sexy also, character, but. No, no. She has, she's like, moments She's not, like, sultry. Of, she's not doing, like, a femme fatale thing no, or anything but of that she has sort. moments of just looking engaged and interested in what's right, going on yeah. around her. Like. Even at base, we're just talking about, like, you look like you care about right. anything And again, going part on. of that is definitely the way Rivka was written. Yeah. Yeah. She's not given anything. She just basically shows up and goes, don't forget, I'm your wife. Yeah, don't forget I'm here. It's, she's just an anchor. Yeah. Like she's just ch- something that's trying to hold him back from the rest of the movie. Yeah, she's just a plot point. Yeah. Um, and it's Which, real weird because, honestly, like... Honestly, if that's all she is, then you don't even necessarily need that whole, like, want to have sex scene... That's why I think it's they were trying to give the idea yeah. that she was that he was growing distant from her anyway. Yeah, I think it was yeah. trying to set up something. And, yeah. I think it was trying to give backstory. Like, yeah. you know, they they do mention a couple times that they've known each other their entire lives. entire lives since childhood. Yeah, and um, she obviously senses something's different with him. She yeah. kind of brings it up a little bit here and there, even yeah. before they go to that party. They have a conversation in the synagogue yeah. where she's just kind of like, "You're such a great." She basically is just talking about how he's such a great can. Uh, he's like, yeah, that's not what I want to hear. He kind of shoots it down. Yeah, he's, he's just like, kind of like, he's like, thank you, but, but no. that's not what I want to hear. Right, and uh, yeah, he seems to want somebody to, you know, tell him like, follow your dreams, chase, chase right. your rainbow. He you wants know? somebody supportive of him, yeah. and she's not. And she even says at one point, "I enjoy being the cantor's wife." Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Well, I don't want to be the cantor." Yeah. And that's when they decide to part ways, which we're cutting ahead. We're getting of it. there, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like, there's there's so much more of a dynamic you could have there. It seems like the movie wants to get to like the fun rock and rolly music part, yeah. but then again, when we get here, it's the same three songs over and over, and right. it gets boring. Yeah. It gets boring to watch. It's not any more fun for us to watch him perform in front of a thousand people or than it, just Molly than it, it is yeah a hundred yeah. people or at the party or whatever. Like we, we are getting to the part where they play some of the most original songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where you get the most like okay, Thanks we haven't heard this yet before. Yeah. And, you know, you, you'll get a, a raft of, you know, new music in this. But then after that, they, yeah, they just replay the same things. And, yeah, it just, it kind of gets, like, stale. Yeah. So it's a weird choice to rush to get there and then not really deliver. That's what I mean. It feels like it's a constant plateau. Yeah. You feel like you're racing to a climax that never happens. It's like you're waiting and waiting and waiting. And some things do have a rise and fall. But yeah. it feels like you've hit a speed bump. A rise and fall. Well, a rise and fall. It's a very delicious candy from my native country of Germany. Oh, it's so delicious. Rise and fall. Would you like some rise and fall? It's mostly, I'm going to say duck. I'm not sure. I was going to say, it sounds, it sounds like it sounds like raisins it's and duck-based candy. deflated breads. Ooh. Deflated bread? Well, also, I don't think it's following the appropriate... Or not the approach, but the traditional three act structure of like the the rising it's not, conflict no, and everything. Definitely not. But um, I don't feel like it ever gets to anything even equivalent. To I it. feel like our biggest conflict is him and his father, which is like maybe top of the second act, and that gets resolved pretty peaceably. 
yeah, his father we even get near his father shows up. They have a dramatic thing, the and then yeah. he walks away from the movie for a while, and yeah. then comes in at the end to like tie up loose ends. Yeah, it's really it's, it's like very we spent a lot of the third act with him fucking off to Texas or wherever. Yeah, and yeah. so it's a well, lot of just montaging and nonsense. We are skipping ahead. Um, so am I right? We are at the gig now, opening for yeah, Heisey Grazy. Oh, Zany no, Gray. no. Well, they were at the the club, Venice Club. No. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Else. So, um, the gig that Bubba had called about was yeah. he's going to get to play at a club. Yeah. And that's going to be his like test to see if yeah. he can open yeah. for Hazy Grazy. Yes, yeah, so right. they do. You baby, and you yeah. see Eddie's in the the audience, and they do amazed and oh, confused uh, after Eddie, that. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the producer guy. It's Mr. Um, Big from Wayne's World. It's that archetype. Well, but yeah, I think during Amazed and Confused. Oh, is that the other is, song they play? Yeah, that's yeah. A, that was a good song. Yeah, uh, he leaves. I think right after it, or slightly it's towards the in end it. of it. Yeah, yeah. Like when it's winding down, he gets up from the table and yeah. he, like Molly kind of talking to him a little yeah. bit, and he's like, Nah, nah. He sort of has like a no, stay seated, don't get yeah. up, I'm leaving. So it's kind of like, Oh fuck. Yeah, I guess he didn't like it. Yeah. And when he comes off, uh, when Neil comes off stage, he's like, I guess, you know, I guess he didn't like me. And she's like, no, he just doesn't like loud music. He loved you. You're signed up for the big gig. Congratulations. Opening and... for Daisy Chainsy. Well, and then. <laughs> I forget the real one. I'm just going to keep saying the fun fake ones I make up. That's fine. My next note is more sexual tension. Pizza equals code. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think well, they the, have another. She, let's she says go out it's for time pizza. to get some pizza. Yeah. That's the yeah. first time that they kiss. By the way, yeah, yeah, it's real brief. It's not like a romantic kiss, but no, she kisses him on the lips. It's a very like you got it, right? And she's excited and yeah. she kisses him, but it's more than friendly. Yeah, wait, it's like she got away from herself for a minute. And she was like, "Oh wait," and she pulls back. Yeah, and they definitely well, look at each other like that happened. Right again, yeah. it's it's the standing a little too close. It's looking yeah. a little. They do too a long. lot of that. Yep. Yeah. Which have, that's that's how you build that, right? Is, yeah. Yeah. You never at, at any point need Bubba to come in and be like, "Hey, I think you might like her." Like we don't need you to spell it out. <laughs> I would really and, like him to just kind of lean into yeah, the frame, but I, though. But I mean, that's the first movie. That's the first movie's... ten minutes of the movie where it's yeah. way goofier. You have Bubba as like the Greek chorus who just keeps popping up to be like, "Ooh, a plot development." Like have <laughs> have the four brothers like always be standing together and talking about what's going on in the plot. They break this the fourth roll the whole time. Yeah, and this movie's way funnier. But it'd be funny if they're always standing the way they stand when they're like recording around mics. Like they kind of stand like chest to shoulder, mm-hmm. you know, like the four tops or any of yeah. those guys when they all sing into the same yeah. mic. It'd be kind of fun if they always stood like that in like parties and whatever and everything yeah. else. And they're always like, hey. I think he might like Molly. Yeah, it seems like it. Like, <laughs> be really good and, like, cut to that. This is in my Will Ferrell remake. Yeah. Where Will Ferrell's just like, I'm Neil Diamond and I'm 20 years old. <laughs> God. Why do you guys keep standing that way? We just feel more comfortable like this. Yeah. Well, Saves time in case we need to record. Bubba does have the magical black friend stereotype. Yeah, it's not as bad as it is. No, in there some is other a movies. lot of movies where it's really bad. But like yeah, you've he... got male Dave oh, yeah. Chappelle. Yup. Um, oh, I totally forgot about him being in that movie. There's so oh many movies with the magical black friend who yeah. like solves everything and points at everything to the clueless white character. Right. Oh yeah. Bubba doesn't get anything that he deserves in this movie. No. Nah. He's constantly being like thrown to the wayside, and he's well, the one who he well, really pushes gets, it forward. He's mostly okay. He, it's not like he he's gets, getting shit on. He just isn't considered. Right. That's what I mean. He takes a raft of shit from cool. Neil Diamond when he's throwing his hissy fit later. Yeah. But other than that, like they're just kind of always along for the ride. Like well, also. So he's yeah. another person involved that's helping him succeed, except that Neil Diamond's not fucking him, so we don't spend as much time with I'm Bubba sorry, as we me. do. I'm sorry, excuse me. I'm sorry, excuse me. They're not having pizza. Pizza! 
Yes. Neil Diamond and Bubba aren't can't having even pizza. Get a, can't even get a calzone off Bubba. Yes. <laughs> Jess and Bubba are not having any pizza, so, so we don't follow grosser. that so because uh, we're too busy watching Molly and Jess have pizza. Right. We're not watching them have pizza. No. We do watch them have pizza. Oh, once. There's yeah, that by one the scene fire where they side. have... Yeah, 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 but like... They have a... Oh, it's a real sexy oh, scene. Oh, it it's, it's real sexy. It's, it's, it's all Ocho of those hot slices, man. What? <laughs> It's an entire fucking pizza. <laughs> it's all Ocho with them hot slices. Fuck, that's so gross. Well, it's so we good. might have a t-shirt. <laughs> that's our goddamn t-shirt. Holy, uh, holy oh hell. My. <laughs> oh my god All also I want the, but yeah, the no, listeners it's... to know that the way that she just phrased that she gave the full on okay hand symbol with it it was so dirty <laughs> you saw the same movie I did it is down by the fire yeah, I mean, I'm it's, sorry it gets, Woo, a, little, it gets a little steamy but <laughs> <laughs> all all out. Okay, gonna 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 ruin it. She winds up knocked the fuck up. Okay. Ooh, buddy. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He gave her cannoli. We'll see. Okay. Wait. We went too far ahead again. Holy shit! All right. Where are we? Uh. So they go out for pizza. That guy's fisting that pizza. That's the pizza fisting. Yeah. And then what? When we cut to the show. Um, him opening for yeah they have a little backstage Akinzy. yeah they have a little backstage thing where he's like don't let all my years of showbiz throw you I'm a nervous wreck about this and yeah. he's got like his shirt yeah. all open and stuff and she kind of matches him yeah so when he played on stage at right. the club he was wearing all black like Johnny Cash yeah and then um, with this he's in kind of a mob shirt yeah or it's, it's, a, it's the black suit but he's got like a shiny you know silk metal looking you know like re- reflective metal uh, metallic yeah. Very Neil Mall. Diamond. Yeah. It is super Neil Diamond. Like watching this, I was like, "Oh, I've definitely seen like stills from this." He's got a real rhinestone cowboy look about him. Mm-hmm. That's a good movie. Because he comes out and he starts playing the harmonica, and they're like, "That's oh, when that that's I, when yeah. a guy heckles oh, him and calls him a yeah. turkey." turkey. Yeah. <laughs> Could we start calling people turkey? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is so that all you can play turkey. Yeah. Uh, uh, a plea to all listeners. Uh, if you're gonna, you know, somebody cuts you off in traffic or they're being rude to a bank teller, I, I absolutely endorse yelling at people who are rude to the sales industry. Just call, instead of being like, hey, fuck you, asshole, or like, hey, leave that guy alone, you prick, or whatever. Just call him a turkey. Just be like, hey, calm down, turkey. Because it is, it is so offensive. It's, no, it's not offensive. It is infuriating. It is infuriating, but it's so funny. Right. That it's like, hard to be mad. Like, right. You're mad, but you can't even... My aunt once told me the best um, thing, like, because I would, you know, get, like, bullied at school and stuff. She's like, the best thing you can say is tell them to grow up because there's no comeback to that. Because, like, what are they going to say? Like, you grow up! <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Or I am grown up. Yeah, and it's like, none of that works. No. None of, the, none of that seems like you've won this argument. No. But then I learned that if you're like, yeah, grow up, and they're like, fuck you, and then they punch you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, right. that's the comeback. Oh, that's right, violence. Right. Mm. Damn, it seems like that But if you everything. just called him a turkey. Yeah. I was like, don't touch me, turkey. <laughs> then people would be like, you're still a dork, but you're very funny, and I will not hit you today. Right, you can't hit somebody who calls you a turkey. It's just too funny. Right. So please, listeners, dear listeners, dear, we don't have a term for our fans, but dear excellent humans, please, just start calling people turkeys. <laughs> yeah, they play, they play Summer Love, they play Hey Louise, but also 
his wife, Rivka, has come to see him. Well, she gets kind of prodded into going. Yeah. By his father. Yes. Because he calls Rivka and his father and explains that, like, he got a gig. He's going to be in California longer than he thought. A little bit longer. The father says to Rivka, go out there and get your husband. Like, you should be with your husband. He was like, well, you need to bring him back here. So she goes out there sort of unwittingly because she knows that she has this obligation to bring her husband home. Yeah, and she somehow gets backstage. I mean, I guess it was the 80s and it was easier, but, like, I've played at venues and, like, I'm in the band and I can't even get to... Yeah, I don't really know. They're always like, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, I'm playing tonight. But Molly is photographing Neil Diamond and she is, like, really enjoying it. Yeah, uh, Rivka, like, sees him on stage and she's standing there right next to Molly. For a second, it's just like, oh, that's fun for us, the audience. Dramatic irony, we know. Right. We know what's up. We should also mention that they actually... We did skip ahead. They never slept together by this point. No, they no. they had the Nothing one kiss. Happened. The one kiss the, happened, yeah. but it's real strange, and it's not really cutting. It's not crossing a line, really. No. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Rivka, you know, starts to talk to Molly, and it's like, oh, I'm, you know, Rivka Rabinovic. Rabinovic. Yeah. yeah. Rabinovich. I'm Rivka Rabinovic. I'm, you know, Jess Robbins' wife, and she's like, oh, Molly's like, oh, and there's really honestly very funny face acting yeah uh, yeah there's a uh, lot from, of tension from Lucy there. Arnaz. she like gives her like the once over like so this is the wife and then goes back to like taking a photograph and then like does it again <laughs> like real quick yeah. another quick look and i was like that's really funny it is and it's, really well acted and well played like perfect it, timing but she admits she says you know that she's molly and somebody says yeah they uh Rick, says yeah they told me or yeah Rika. So yeah, they told me your name was Molly, and he's and she says, you know, that's all he talks about when I hear from him. You must be very important. He's always telling me everything that you did, and I have to be honest. Sometimes I wonder if he's not telling me everything that Molly did. Molly takes a moment. She looks at her, and then she says, "I offered him my body once," mm-hmm. and then she goes to take a picture, and then she looks back at her and says, "He he took a pizza instead." Yeah, and they kind of <laughs> both laugh at that. Right. Too. Yeah. They're like um, classic Jess. Right, yeah. yeah. And so, and they both laugh about it, and it's fine. And it's kind of a cool moment on Molly's part, because she's just like, I'm not going to lie to you, I tried, I tried. I he, believe... didn't, he didn't go for it, though, if it makes you feel better. Yeah, and it's also, like, it's also a good, like, on Rivka's part. Yeah. she's like, all right, yeah, okay. Well, right, I mean, at that point, Rivka has to trust her. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, well, why would she tell nope. me that? My note in the book says, just be Polly already. Uh... <laughs> It's my goddamn answer. There's so many things in the, in movies and television where I'm like, okay. we've recently, Allison and I recently have been subjecting ourselves to the Twilight uh, film franchise. Why? The quick version is a series of escalating dares yes. led to, yeah. well, I guess we're going to have to watch all of these now. And then it was like, all right. That was basically it. They're really bad. But my answer to that is like, just be Polly already. Who cares? Right. Um, your world's already super crazy because your one boyfriend is a werewolf and your other boyfriend is a vampire. Just date them both. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, same thing on a lot of fucking Sabrina. I'm just like, just be Polly. Who cares? Yeah, there's a lot of... Um... And for all their talk in especially season two about like witches being naturally like Polly and whatever, yeah. they really don't seem Polly at all. They seem very uptight. Yeah, no, we get into a whole thing about that because I think that Nick actually has a monogamy fetish. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Um, so my next note after Just Be Polly already is Rivka is unhappy with Neil Diamond's new career. Uh, so backstage, her and Molly have another exchange where she's just like, how can he leave all this? And Molly's like, does he have to? Yeah. It's the whole thing of like, she's like, well, he's going to come back to his New York life. And Molly's like, are you sure about that? Because he's really good at this and he seems to be really enjoying this. Look at him up there. He's yeah. like 
Neil Diamond. <laughs> yeah, Rivka more or less is like, you don't understand, we're different than you, we're different than other people, like, he'll come back. Oh, right, at this yeah. point, he comes back. Yeah, he stage, finishes up, everybody loved him. And Rivka is, like, trying to get him to come home. Yeah, this is when they open the door to a goddamn Muppets gag. <laughs> <laughs> they do. The, he, he's like he's, he's got his little dressing room with yeah his and he's talking to Rivka and he's like come in on. come into my come into my dressing room we'll talk and she's like okay like whatever because yeah she wants him to come back to New York and he obviously fucking doesn't he's on a high he's, he's on a made nap. it clear before they even open the door that he doesn't want to go back yeah but he's like come inside you'll see like hang out with my friends it's gonna be fun they open the door everybody in that room has their face pressed to just exactly where it needs to be in space where the door will not hit yeah. him. They're all right there, and when he walks in, they all just start screaming questions at him. Like and the not, paparazzi. Right, like they were waiting for him to open the door, not like they were waiting for him to show up. You know, not like, oh, yeah. we'll hang out in his dressing room waiting for him to come in, and then we can be like, hey, great job, man. Oh, hey, there he is. There's the dude. Which happens ten minutes later. Right. Yeah. But they open the door. All their faces are right there. There's a girl in, like, a blue, like, kimono top who yeah. is just, like, you can tell she is defiantly not looking at at the camera she's kind of staring into some weird not neil diamond middle distance because she's afraid to look at the camera and she yeah. just like yells a question at him for well, some reason the first three takes she was looking at the camera like, and they yelled at her. she has yeah. a deborah line. stop looking at the her camera line is like hey jesse baby are you ready to party or something like that yeah but it's, she, it's but it it's, sounds real like they have an established connection but this girl has never existed before this moment yeah they shut the door again and it's it's goofy as shit like it's very surreal and like and then yeah. he talks to Rivka for a second and well, he's... they're having a very serious conversation in yeah. the middle of this and in this Muppety moment that yeah and that's doing a whole is... like you're coming back right and he's like I mean no not right now and this is yeah. when all the showgirls are walking around behind them yes which is yeah. weird yeah and he, yeah. he's basically saying like well stay with me out here things are going well I'm not saying we'll stay here forever but like I gotta see what where this is gonna lead and, well, and the most reasonable line he gives her in this She's like, you need to come home. And he's like, home is wherever you are, and you are currently here. here yeah. Right. So just stay here. We'll see how this shakes out. And she's like, no, I want to go home. Like, right. I guess now. He turns to go. He's like, no, let's go hang out now. We'll talk about this yeah, later. He's like, you'll meet my friends. You'll see. It's great. And she... Well, he, he turns, opens the door. They're like, hey, Jess! And he's like, yeah. And he looks, and she's already walked, like, two-thirds of the way down the hall. And he's like, Rivka. And she fucking just starts running. Yeah. Right. Well, what's even funnier is, like, the first time he opens the door, they're all standing there like dogs waiting to be fed. Yeah, just then, inside the door. And right. then when they when, when he, he opens, opens the door, the door second time, it looks the way it would normally look. Yeah, where everybody's, it's more natural. Where everybody's, everybody's just... kind of standing around talking to one another, and he opens the door, and they look up. And they're and they like, go, hey, hey, great job. Yeah, they all look over like, oh, there he is. He's back. But I'm yeah. like, what was that first one? Yeah. yeah. And they all actually like it never happened. Like, wouldn't yeah. it be weird if somebody opened a door, you all acknowledged him, and he closed the door? I love you both very much. If I open my goddamn door and you guys had your faces pressed up to just inside it and we're like, hey, I'm here, I'm like, I'm like ah! I'd scream and like slam the door and be like, holy fuck. And then I'd open it again and be like, what the fuck are you doing? And we'd right. be all casual, just like, hey, good job. Yeah, it's kind of Yeah, and you guys but, would be but... like, psych, made you poop yourself. <laughs> but he, but also, What's like, like, he didn't react to no. it the first time. He's just like, oh, I don't have time for this. And he like right. shuts the door. <laughs> Then we get into the montage. Uh, him and Molly finally falling in love. Yeah. Oh, this is this is the sexy montage. Yeah, now yeah. that now that Rivka is like, well, we're done though, yeah. and she takes off. He kind of is like allowing himself to more openly flirt with yeah. with Molly. They still have so it they're, like they're working together, they're living together, there's that ham joke. 
she cooks a ham and he stares at it and then he stares at her and she stares at him and then she kind of goes like oh like she realizes she shouldn't have made yeah she puts a, like a christmas ham on the table oh yeah he it's got looks cloves at it. up the wall it's all yeah it's all studded yeah. with cloves yeah. and it's got pineapple slices the yeah. whole nine <laughs> there's no pineapple slices there's just a shit ton of clothes oh i'm sorry which is weird i forgot we go for accuracy it's here california <laughs> go for, i'm sorry no, about no, no. my ham accuracy no, no, i'm no, sorry no, no. how hard is it to get a goddamn pineapple I don't know. How hard is it to just let me say there were pineapple slices on it? No one's going to fact check this. Uh, if you're a listener, if you were real mad that I said there were pineapple slices when there weren't, please write in. He said there was pineapple. I watched this whole stupid movie hoping to see a ham with pineapple on it. And when the ham showed up, there was none. <laughs> and I am furious. It's a sexy montage. Yeah. Ham. Listen, yeah. I get real into the whole, like... They have the ham, they have a tandem bicycle on the beach. That's goofy as shit. It is. Well, that's Muppety, too. It is real Muppety. It's it's literally Kermit and Miss Piggy on a, well, on yeah, a tandem yeah. bike. And then, yeah, they're observing uh, the Sabbath. And... Oh, they observe it all right. Yeah, and they, they observe can't... it well. She's, she's learning yeah. the prayers they and everything. Every and inch of it. Uh, oh, yeah. then when they're taking wine, they have their first it's... intense kiss. He starts getting fingers in the mouth. It gets. He dips his fingers in the wine and then, like, rub the wine around her lips. And then it's... he puts his fingers in her mouth. Mouth, yeah. And I was just like, ooh. Man. The Jewish faith is sexy. Right? Same? <laughs> Honestly, same? Plus, I can sing like Neil Diamond, kind of, so like, I feel like I'd have a leg up. Ava! Nagila! Ava! I'd have two legs up, and they both aren't necessarily mine, alright. Uh, yeah. Hey, do you like my metal shirt? Um, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> really- and then they observe every inch of the Sabbath. Every oh inch. Oh my god. <laughs> Every inch of it. I said that earlier, but I realized I was talking over you, so I, I repeated it, because I wanted it to land. Oh, it landed. It landed. Yeah. That plane landed. The eagle has landed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they come into America. <laughs> I'm, making, you know what? I'm making a lot of hay out of these, like, three songs. Well, here's the thing. The fact that it is so family-friendly makes me want to dirty it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, smut it up a little right. bit. Right. Because, like, all the songs are love yeah. songs. And, like, they're all kind of sexy in, like, a very clean way. Yeah. He has an undercurrent of sex appeal the whole movie. Yeah, he is, like... But none of it is, like, outward. No, or no. It's, it's overt. It's really... It's, like... To, I made a joke when we were watching it about, like, the Seinfeld thing of uh, Kavorka, the lore of the animal. Mm. He literally, like, has that. Yeah. Because like, he's, like, kind of a goofy doof a little bit. Yeah. But, like, he's very, uh, yeah, enigmatic kind yeah, of. Yeah, he and, is. You know? And, like, I get it. Like, right, I get it. And it's, that's the weirdest part, is yeah. watching it, you're like, I didn't know that I got this, but I get it. Yeah, because, like, I mean, there are singers of the same ilk. That mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, I get their sex appeal. Like, like right. Tom Jones. Yeah. Tom Jones is a very sexy dude. But like, he's also trying. He's trying very hard. Yeah, yeah. To be he's sexy. about sexy. Right. And no. Neil Diamond's kind of not. No. But, but he's just as sexy. Like, he's a sex symbol in a weird way. It is. It's very weird. Oh, they actually keep that throughout the whole movie. Where all of his actions fit in with a man who's kind of teetering between these two worlds. Where like, he wants to be a musician, which is a world of. Yeah. It's hedonism. Um, by and large, There's a lot yeah. of, you know, hedonism. But he still wants to remain very religious yeah, and yeah. kind of stick to his religious moral ground. He does that well. He manages to kind of be in the two worlds. And it's actually done well in the movie. Well, they actually lay that out really well. It's also why I want to make it so filthy. This is rock and roll, dude. Like, just dirty it up a little bit. Yeah, it's like um, when it would snow. 
and I'd be walking home and see all that fresh snow and all the cars and I just wanted to write weird stuff in it. I was like, well, I don't want to write like swear words or anything. It's rude. So I would write like car on the hood of cars and like truck on the hood of trucks. And then after a while it gets boring. So then I swap them. <laughs> I'm a rebel, Dottie, a loner. I was just going to say you are such a rebel. <laughs> like I'm, I'm in all of it, really. It's so pure and like, I just want to like. You just want to finger it. Yeah, leave my mark. <laughs> I get it, man. It's fine. Oh boy. Oh, Ziggy, when do I leap? Um, <laughs> so then his dad comes to visit. Yeah. He's basically just like, you know, hey, it's time to come home. You've been here for months. Months. Three months. Yeah, three I think. months. Yeah. You need to come home to your wife. Yeah, he's like, three months you've been without your wife. And his dad keeps being like, what is keeping you here? And he's like, Rivka and I are getting, getting a divorce. Getting a divorce. Yeah. And he's like, no, you know, that's not, that doesn't happen to people. He's like, people get divorced every day. He's like, other people, but not people that have known each other their whole lives. Well, and then he says she wants it. And then Molly comes home. Dad goes yeah. like, what is it that's keeping you here? Yeah. And then Molly walks in and he's like, ah, I have no son. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, I thought it was kind of over the top. A little bit. I was expecting him to go a little but, bit bigger. I felt that it was kind of restrained for this. It was definitely like dramatic, but like I guess in a reasonable the way. Was dramatic. I didn't know that was a thing until I saw oh, this. Yeah. So it's like a funerary practice. Is a, oh, rent, he, a rending of cloth, yeah. He says a Jewish person te- tears their clothes when somebody has died, and she goes, well, who died? And he goes, I did. Weird. Sonzo Dunzo. My next note after that is, now he's a dick. Yeah, they're doing yeah. the song Jerusalem, yeah. and That's he's pretty good. getting real testy with everybody. Yeah, he's basically exactly as bad as Keith Wuss's was from the beginning. He's getting to be a diva. Yeah, instead of being yeah. like, oh, I needed to be faster or whatever. He's like, what happened to the groove? Yeah, he snaps out at everybody, and it's clear to... He's yelling much, at the four it's, brothers. It's clear to Molly, and it's clear to the audience... Yeah, that it's... That it's about his father. Um, yeah. But and she straight up goes up and says that to yeah. him. She's like, well, it's about your dad. He's like, it's not about my father. It is. Interesting thing that I don't know if anybody's noticed. Um, in that scene, they're both wearing wedding rings. Oh, I didn't know. They're not wearing them at any other point. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sure if they had ever gotten married or anything like that. Because um, this is also the scene where she tells uh, Bubba that she's pregnant. Neil Diamond was wearing a, me- a wedding ring, I believe, earlier in the movie, and then wasn't. Okay. Um, yeah, the but time is weird in this movie. Time, but like, they are both wearing around. a wedding ring in that scene. Did oh. not notice that. And then, because she puts her hand on his back, and you can see it. Huh. They are never wearing them again in the rest huh. of the movie. Bubba tells Molly not to tell him now. He's like, okay, well, whatever you do, don't not, don't tell him right now that you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then Bubba tries to calm him down. He's like, "Hey, man." Like, yeah, and it doesn't work. He's like, Not, "Nothing's that important." Like, because he because he knows, and he's like, "Listen, you're gonna be a father. It's cool." But he's like, "Everything's gonna be fine." And he's like, "It's not fine. Don't tell me it's fine. Get get the hell back in there and let listen to the playback." Yeah, he has them play the song back, and then he walks out the door. Yeah, storms out and walks. He or walks across the street, almost gets hit by a car. Yep. Gets in his car, almost hits pedestrians and yep. another driver who's pulling in, and a cop who's talking to the driver or maybe the security guard. Tears ass out in the street and then just drives off into the distance he drives in the desert until his car quits and then he gets out and just starts walking and then the yeah. next thing we see it's him uh, getting off the so bus. it's i just have it as a sad beard montage yeah but yeah it's a montage <laughs> of just him being sad growing a beard yeah. and kind of being in texas or yeah, well then he's hitchhiking yeah. and then yeah he he walks into a honky tonk he's like i need a job and the guy's like well play me a song he's like what do you want to hear and he's like you are my sunshine he's like, i think i know that yeah. Yeah. They really badly ADR in him saying, my dad taught me that. Oh, I see, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, real obviously like his mouth does not move enough syllables yeah. and then he starts playing it and it's like a weird tempo version of it it is but he starts to play it and then he says that's the one right as if there's another, another song. you are my sunshine yeah but he's like you are my sunshine my only sunshine it's like a weird version of it and yeah weird. it's real upbeat but then he goes like you know the words. And I'm like, stop doing crowd work, Neil yeah, Diamond. It's so and the weird. bartender but, starts yeah. singing and then he harmonizes with him and it's kind of great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy goes, you're hired. So I said, it should a hard cut to Neil Diamond on stage dancing for money yeah, no, in like the, a shiny sequined green bikini would have been so, so much funnier, but, a smash cut. So, but it, it does hard cut to something that is real cringy. Dancer. Dancer, dancer for money. money. They cut to the third cringy scene. Yeah, this, this movie. Yeah. I, okay. It's mildly cringy. This it's weird. Ju- this one is just, it's not, It's. I don't think it's actually cringy. It's just like, whoops. Yeah, it just feels like. <laughs> it's a whoopsie. It's a honky tonk in Texas, I think. Yeah. And they decorate it to be the South. Uh, so there's a, there's a. Big old Confederate flag. Big old Confederate stage. flag in the back corner of the stage hanging up. And they're playing a real raucous version of You Are My Sunshine, which again, weird. Right. Also, yeah. like, this is another situation in which they mm. keep playing the same songs. Mm. Right. Which we don't need, like, it's just... You've already played that song. Play something else. You know what? Play that fucking General Lee song now. Yeah, you're in in General Lee territory. Play that one. Yeah, like, this would make sense for that song now. And we don't have to have it established earlier. It could have been any other song earlier. It could have been You Are My Sunshine. And then he's like, oh, I think I know that. Played it at a party once. And then play it. And then cut to him playing the General Lee song now. And, like, it makes more sense. It's less weird. It pulls me out of it less. And we don't have to hear the same song back-to-back. As a person who maybe only went to see this movie to see Neil uh, Diamond play music, it's not super fun to hear him play the same songs, like, a bunch back-to-back. Or, like, even parts of songs. It's just not That's fun. That's the whole appeal of this movie, really, for being honest. Yeah. Is to hear Neil Diamond Because there's, I mean, the story's nothing. Yeah. It's already been a movie and a play, and it's also already A Star Is Born, and it's also all these other movies that are basically A Star Is Born. Like, there's a million of them. So, like, the story's not doing anything for anybody. I don't know the original the jazz singer, but, like, the Jewish angle is more interesting, but they, they're not really focusing on it. They do carry it through the film, but it's not what the film's about. It's color and dimension to the film. Some of those scenes are some of the most well-composed. They are. They really are, but let's like... Look. But that's what I mean, like, the beginning of the film is rushing to get to this stuff, the rock and roll stuff. And the arc of this is, like, he's the top of his game, he has a hissy fit and abandons it all only to come back. You know, like, that's that's what that story is. And then they put the tag on the end of him being like, I will reconcile with my father. And, like, it gives him his character an arc, but the movie's not super about that. It's more about the, the A Star is Born story. Yeah, that's true. So anyway playing in this bar and uh you get the impression he's been there a while and then bubba bubba comes in and he's like how did you find me here and it smash cuts to bubba walking up dressed as a police officer to cars on the road and be like have you seen this man that's not what happens no it doesn't um then bubba turns into liquid metal (laughs) bubba uh explains to uh neil diamond that he's got to come home because he has a son and we are not sure. We also did not go back to find out because it's more fun because who cares? We're not sure what this baby's name is because what did you think it was? Bubba this? says that the child's name is Charlie Parker Rabinovich, which kind of is like a callback because when they have the party, the, Bubba asks... The We Got Fired party? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bubba asks Molly if she has any Charlie Parker albums. Oh. And she's like, Charlie Parker's my middle name or something. She says something like that. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. And totally and forgot the, that. the album before she goes out to meet Neil diamond outside with hmm. the tape it's fun it's like a callback to that i forgot about that yeah um so i don't know if he was making a joke or if that's the child's name but later on when he shows his father the picture of the baby he yeah. says 
something Rabinovich, and then he says like fourth generation. Yeah. So it sounded like he ha- was named after someone. But maybe he just meant fourth generation in America. Right, could be. Yeah. Um, but he says something before it, and I can't tell if it's a name or if it's something in Yiddish or what oh, he says. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it might have been like a term of affection or like something. Yeah. Right, in or it could have been that like this is going to be another cantor. Yeah, because like maybe it, he would. Yeah. Raise him as a cantor. Because it didn't sound like he said. Charlie or Charles it, no, or anything No, nothing sounded all. like that. Yeah. So I don't know what he said, and we didn't play it back to find out what he because said. Because we figured it'd be more fun to have this discussion now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So it could be anything. Yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah. So yeah, Bubba, you know, tells me he's a son, so now he gets his ass back to California. Yeah, I have in my notes that they play hello again, again. Yeah, they do. Boy, do they. Yep. So he goes back. Um, oh, uh, Molly is playing with the baby on the beach. Yeah. yeah, within eye shot of her house. Yeah, yeah. Out the, off the back patio yeah. where yeah, where she gave him the tape. Same same patio. And uh, they have another one of those weird matte shots where like both she and the street sign. Yeah, it's weirdly is a composite for no reason. Yeah, and I don't get yeah, what's the importance of having the ocean? And they cut it they cut to it a lot. Yeah. It's like back and forth and back and forth and that street sign is in every cut. Yeah. That's also not for nothing, of. that's an ugly baby. It's a weird looking child. Yeah, it looks it really looks like Uncle Fester. Like He's more all than head. more than most babies. Yeah. Like all babies kinda look like Uncle Fester. This one looks like exactly like Uncle Fester. Yeah. It's weird. It is. So Molly gets back into Eddie's car again. Oh, that's right. I yeah. forgot about this. To try and get Jess another shot with the Zany, Zany Brainy. Yeah, Zany whoever. Vaccine. Macy Gray. She's like, pretend yeah. you don't know me. She's like, give him another chance. You know. It's at that point. She was like, you know, but he, his album went gold. He's like a year ago. And she's like, right. And you bought this car with the money you made. From yeah, it. Right. exactly. Um, and then that's when he kind of gives her this look like, yeah, all right. All right. Yeah. Cause yeah, man, Molly is the heart of this movie. She's doing all legwork. Yeah. 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 He goes back to New York to reconcile with his dad. Yeah, Molly kind of encourages him to do it for Yom yeah. Kippur. Um, so his dad is, like, sitting right at the front of the congregation, like, facing the... Yeah, well, Molly encourages him to do it, but he sent tickets to somebody in the, the... One of his father's friends or something in the synagogue sent tickets to the show. Yeah, that's And he's right. like, oh, did you get the tickets? Because the guy came. He's like, oh, you got the tickets? He's like, yeah, I did get the tickets, but it's your yeah, father. Yeah, He's sick. Yeah. And they're not allowing him to perform for the Yom Kippur ceremony. Oh, that's yeah. right. Will you come perform in his place? That's and so right, he yeah. agrees to do it. Um, so his father doesn't see him come in, yeah. and then he starts singing. And, but um, he, can, he Christina Aguilera's the shit out of it, though. He, oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, he comes in. He's hitting a couple extra notes. Yeah. He's, he's the show off. Yeah, and like... And his dad keeps looking back at him and stuff. Well, his, his dad, like, he hears he it and he's him. like, I'm not going to look. And then, you know, cuts Neil Diamond and he's singing again and his dad, like, kind of yeah. looks and, you know. But then he, like, faces back forward like, nope, not going to give him the satisfaction. Uh-huh. They reconcile. Yeah. Yeah, he's sitting outside. His father walks out. His father doesn't want to talk to him. You have a grandson. Yeah, he, yeah. Doesn't, he doesn't really react to him until he says you have a grandson. And yeah. then he reacts. And yeah. um, he, he gives shows his, him the Polaroid. The, yeah, the photo. Yeah. He kind of starts to like walk away, like some, give his dad some distance. And his, his dad says like something like he has your mother's smile and he has your, your eyes. eyes. Yeah. And he starts getting like teared up and emotional. And, right. And then they, they reconcile. It's, 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 it's a well acted scene. Yeah. It's really, you know, yeah, it's, it's touching. It's sweet. Yeah. 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 Neil Diamond actually wells up. It's yeah. like. Yeah, they, they it was, cut to it's yeah, it's a very emotional scene, yeah, and it's well done. Yeah, on again on both parts. I think like I, I don't know. I lose Neil Diamond like 
performing as an actor in like a lot of the middle of the movie. Yeah. He's kind of on autopilot a lot, but like he's not se- given a lot though. No. Like No, but with the scenes with Lawrence Olivier He probably feels like he has to step it up. Yeah, he raised the bar I mean, yeah. and was like, you know, like maybe Lawrence Olivier was like, You gotta cry in this scene. Like you gotta really get into it. You know, yeah. like maybe. Because he's really does like his best performance acting wise in him. those scenes. Yeah. yeah. And they're short. They're always short scenes. None of them is especially long. I also wonder if there's a possibility that he felt maybe he identified more with the character in roles with his father. Like, yeah. like maybe there oh. was something in his personal life that just he identified more with it. Yeah. Because that yeah. it seemed like those were the moments where this role was outstanding for him. Yeah, Everything yeah. else falls flat. Yeah. I mean, also having somebody to play against can make a difference yeah. so being in a scene with a seasoned actor can make you better just right. by nature of them being in the moment and you being there with them yeah yeah, yeah. is there anything else before the big finale no no the, no that's it yeah, yeah. The big it finale up. is we there's a weird it's very dark for a second and you're like oh is the movie kind of over and then that's when the orchestra comes yeah in. then you start hearing like orchestra the screen brightens up a little and you realize he's in front of a huge orchestra and they're they're working their way into coming to America. And now he's on stage in his black pants and like... The shimmeriest, shiniest, sparkliest. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, 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 blue, it's blue and silver. Blue and silver. Yeah, because yes. I think that there's something to that. It's like blue and silver and, he, yeah. and Jewish yeah, colors the, are blue and, and he's silver. And uh, he's got a, a scarf. real thin scarf that sort of mimics... What Did we figure out what the name of that was? Um, That's okay. But it sort of yeah. looks like um, the... Vestments. You know. The vestments. Yeah, yeah the yeah. religious garb. Um, yeah. And so it, it kind of feels a little bit... Um, intentional, to, well, yeah, trying to trying to visually unite his two worlds. Right. He's finally become a whole person because he's reconciled everything. Blah blah blah. Well, and if he really does see his yeah. fans as a congregation, and he's making them happy, and he's teaching them things, like that, all kind of connects. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a real showy outfit, and then the lasers come in. Yeah, boy, those lasers. <laughs> I could not believe lasers made an appearance at the end of this performance. Yeah, million dollar lasers right there. Hey, hey, hey. At least they didn't have a fog machine, all right? Yeah, could I mean, I guess. I mean, they were, well, because they were two lasers too many to have a fog machine. They couldn't put it. They couldn't have both, all. yeah. I was going to say, it could have gotten real Siegfried and Roy up in this pitch. It's like, lower the scale model of Stonehenge. Uh. <laughs> it comes down. It's, why is it so small? Oh, my God. <laughs> So we can't remake the jazz singer oh, with original Montes original Yahoo. songs by Modest Yahoo. <laughs> I mean, Starring Will Ferrell as 20-year-old Neil oh, Diamond. Man. Original music by Neil Diamond and Modest Yahoo. Ooh, wow. I'm into that, actually. That's a pretty good, that's wow. a pretty eclectic film. It's pretty great. But so, it ends with, this ends with uh, Neil Diamond on stage, and then he, like, raises his hand up like he is prone to do and becomes the logo. yeah. They, like, uh, wash it, it out and stuff, so it's just uh, yellow on black. Yeah, it becomes, like, high contrast. Yeah. It sort of reminds me of... jazz singer. Which one is it? The end of Eddie Murphy's Delirious Coming or to Raw? America. It's coming to America. Um, whichever stand-up, he, like, turns and puts his arms up in the air, and, like, it goes oh, to shadow, yeah. and then that becomes, like, the logo. Mm, it's either I, Raw or Delirious. I think Delirious? I can't remember. I think it's Delirious. I think it's Delirious. Oh no, maybe it's raw. I think yeah. they. I think I remember them yelling raw at the oh, end. Oh, you might be right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but anyway, it's it's kind of what it reminds me of. Yeah, like real eighties. It's but, very similar. They're very yeah. similar in many ways. <laughs> no, they're not. 
No, they're not. <laughs> but that that is like the look it gives me. It's like... Yeah, yeah. I also like I kind of always like that like an ending title card and like especially like that effect of like yeah. you freeze an image and it becomes the thing and or like sometimes movies will like freeze an image and roll credits over yeah, it. Yeah, I like that too. Or like they'll show a long shot of something and roll credits, you know, yeah. where it's kind of like I kind of like that. Tina, you brought this to us. You texted me, messaged me out of the out of the blue kind of and we're like, "Have you ever seen the jazz singer?" And I was like, "No." And you're like, "This might be an episode yeah well, and i was like really and you're like yeah i put it on kind of in the middle and i'm a little lost as to exactly what is happening because there's a lot going on i dropped in at the party general lee song uh-huh yeah that's a weird place to come in and i yep. was like what am i watching well that's yeah. also how you missed the blackface and surprise blackface yep. but yeah so in case we didn't mention it earlier yeah the original with al jolson is famous for being minstrel scenes yeah for its yep. minstrel scenes which i mean again it was a different time that was entertainment at the time it wasn't a political stance or anything no. it was just but it you know it's yeah. you can't watch that now yeah no i don't think there's any way to comfortably watch that no. for any reason no um, yeah, I, I really didn't know what this movie was like. I mean, I, I knew some of it. I watched almost three quarters of it, actually. But yeah. I didn't get any setup. And so I was sort of confused. Yeah, I would imagine um, without the setup, then like every new wrinkle, you're like, he's got a wife? Yeah, yeah like, well, yeah, because I thought... He's got a Jewish point, dad? At that point, I thought he was dating Molly. And then the wife comes in the picture and I thought he had been cheating because I didn't get the beginning of this. Right, right, right. And so, then, uh, yeah, you told me that, and I was like, all right, I mean, I'll watch, I'll try anything, you know, yeah. especially on this show, like, even in my non-podcast life, somebody's like, you want to watch this thing? I'm like, hell yeah, I don't know anything about it, let's go. But, especially for the podcast, I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. And uh, then you were like, gotta tell you, Neil Diamond could get it. Okay, so that's not what I said. Not exactly. Well, that's the thing is, I was kind of like, all right, I'm ready to see real sexy Neil Diamond. And again, the thing is, he's not Tom Jones in it. He's no. not trying to be like super sexy, like masculine he guy. He actually doesn't or try to be sexy at any point. At all. Yeah. No. Which makes him more sexy, I think, right, actually. Yeah. But, but like, um, he is extremely charismatic. Yeah, and he's just like... And apparently, like, naturally. It doesn't seem like it's a an act or a no. thing that we're like... The movie itself doesn't tell you he's charismatic. It just comes through in his performance. Right, yeah. It's, it's, I was like, I he's get it. He's just very likable. Yeah, I was like, I get it. I totally get it. Um, I, actually, I have to say, if we're going to say, like, hate watch or great watch, I'm not going to say this is great, but I enjoyed it. I think that there's a lot that could be fixed. It needs a climax that it never really got. Some of the acting falls flat, and it definitely gets repetitive. But I find it enjoyable. It's entertaining. The musical performances are great. I just wish there were more Songs. variation. Yeah, yeah. And I wish there was more of a rise in the middle. Um, yeah, it's a watch. I, I, th I, I'm, I think I lean... If it's on like a on a scale, I'm leaning closer to the great watch than I am the hate watch. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it too. I I feel like just calling it a watch is like it's too dead center. I like it more than that, but it's not great. Yeah. Because yeah, it is a little too repetitive to like really fully get into it. And there's a couple yeah, a couple of weird things and some like odd choices and stuff. Just the middle of it seems to drag because it sort of seems like we're seeing the same stuff over and over because we're hearing the same stuff over yeah. and over. And if you're doing something that has these, like, not exactly montages, but these musical sequences, and it's just the same song over and over, it's very like, yeah, I know, hello, yes, we get it. Right. So it's not a great watch, but it's not a bad time. Uh, so I, I agree. So I'm actually leaning towards hate watch. Yeah. Yeah. Better? I'm never going to watch this again. I never heard a lot of Neil Diamond songs, and just this isn't the kind of music that's for me. I didn't necessarily enjoy a lot of 
the songs that I hadn't heard before. Like, they keep on doing hello again so many fucking times. Even over the credits. Even over the credits. Yeah, because we didn't play it enough on Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, like, we needed it one more like, fucking time. Again, we guys, beat that one into the fucking ground. So that, um, I was most impressed by Lucy Arnaz. Oh, yeah. 100% agree. Yeah, yeah. she was great. But She's then everybody great. else was just kind of, like, fine. You know, mm. so it was not a terrible movie. I didn't feel put upon watching it, but at the same time, I'm probably not going to watch it again. Fair. Yeah. So you're more like, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell no again. Hell no again. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'll stop now. Yeah. Uh, I, had I don't get, think that had you Had to get that last one in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so could you snap your fingers and make these changes to it? You would like a little more even dispersal of drama and, incre- you know, better performances. Yeah. Well, so what's, again, a, but I... what's a movie that you would recommend instead of this if somebody's in the mood for a movie kind of like this? I mean, you were talking about the Dewey Cox story. I would say definitely do that one. That's a fun That's a one. lot more fun. Um, it is. It's, it's it's unafraid to get as silly as yeah, this movie seems like it's about to get every once in a while. It's so silly, and then also it's surprisingly good for music. Yeah, music's really good. In I wasn't expecting that to be that good. Uh, and there's more songs in it. Yeah. I mean, if you really wanted to watch something like this and not this, just watch one of the versions of A Star is Born. Yeah. yeah I would the rec- closest Star one is, is born, probably yeah. Barbra Streisand's. I would recommend The Middle, too, because those yeah. are the ones I've seen, and I like them both. Um, right. Chris Christopherson is so goddamn good yeah. in his in the one he's in. It, it, it's like he's really goddamn good. Like, yeah. I mean, everybody is in, in all of them, kind of, but um, he, I really enjoyed him in, in that. We yeah. also did previously review a uh, musical rock saga, The Apple, which I had a lot more fun with because it's weirder and, uh, again, has more original songs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're fucking real earworms, too. Yeah. Well, Tina, is there anything you'd like to, to plug or recommend? Not a, not a single thing. It's just up to us now. So... You can email us uh, with any of the, if you want to talk about any of the things we've talked about tonight, or I forget if I asked you to write in with anything. Uh, it's, it's been an evening, but you can email us at writehatewatchgreatwatch, that's W-R-I-T-E-H-W-G-W at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at H-W-G-W podcast, both of those. Uh, and you can get new episodes from us every other Wednesday on currently iTunes or moviejohn.com under the podcast tab. That's every other Wednesday. Every other Wednesday. Every other... You we, want me to say yeah, I do. You? Every other Wednesday. Wednesday. That's every, every other, other Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, hello again. <laughs> hello. Um, <laughs> hello. Am I the only one saying Wednesday in here? Hello. I guess I am. It's Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Oh, that's a new hit single. It's every other Wednesday, Neil. Oh, damn it. Wednesday, Wednesday. <laughs> does that work? Uh, it does. That, that, <laughs> does that, work? that was really All, good. Audio comedy. That audio was really comedy good. song. Um, and now, Tina, if you would like to please ad lib a slogan for our podcast Hate Watch, watch Great Watch. The only place where pizza doesn't mean pizza. Oh, yeah. Very good. Thank Golf you. Golf clap. Yeah. Legend of Bagger Vance clap. Oh, oh magical black friend. God. <laughs> thanks for thanks for being our guest. Thanks yeah. for having me and watching the jazz singer. Yeah, it was it was yeah. it was, it was a time. Yeah. It was a time. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Hello. Goodbye. He- he- hello. Goodbye. Hello. We gotta go. Hello. Neil. He- Neil. We gotta uh, go. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh. All right. We can go get pizza. Are we going to America? We're going to America. Yep.
We're... Did you start recording already? No. Oh, I, <laughs> I kind of assumed you were just going to cut me off. <laughs> no, I'm waiting for you to say goodbye. Hello. Oh. All right, now I'll cut you off. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye again. Goodbye. Goodbye, Goodbye my friend. been crocodiles yeah i can't tell the what the, what's the difference i can't tell the difference at well, a glance. it's um, something about the teeth right yeah um, it's the nose gators have american accents crocodiles have australian accents oh well, wait who has creole accents gators. both oh gators. that doesn't help creole uh, gambit <laughs> oh was one of the gators named gambit it is now <laughs> it was voiced by shanning tatum yes fucking Luton. oh yes yes Gator Queen. <laughs> yas Gator Queen. There's a shirt for you. <laughs> yas Gator Queen. But it's all it's just a picture of Channing Tatum. <laughs> I am the Gator Queen. <laughs> but it could be Channing Tatum dressed like Elsa from Frozen. Oh god. <laughs> it's true. Made a good Elsa. He did. He's a very oh, good Elsa. My yeah. Oh look. Someone on iTunes did a review podcast about my movie. Oh, I won't download it. It's rated explicit.